You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 528. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. But if I moved out, hey everyone, if I moved out uh, of a place got, in LA, okay. and I had, and he, and I had you're bringing three, it back up, dude. If I had lived there for three months, you're bringing okay. it back and up. I had, I had bought four sticks of butter, and you heard that. Yeah. Would your reaction to the fact that even though I was only living there for three months and I bought four sticks of butter, would your reaction have been, why did you buy four sticks of butter? Listen. Well, you go through butter constantly. We have a regular podcast coming up after this. I guess <laughs> I don't. Genlock is premiering this Saturday, so we want to talk a little bit about Genlock before we get into the main <laughs> podcast itself. Uh, so uh, we're, we're pre-recording today um, the the podcast. So when we're recording this right now, the trailer just came out. It just for came the out, public. like landed this 20, morning. 25 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fantastic. And, uh, but before we get into the awesome Genlock that we're all here to promote and excited about, what's wrong with butter? Why did he make the? Uh, he was is it mad. Him? He is was mad one? that I bought four sticks of butter. He thought it was like this gross no, no, thing no. that I did. <laughs> Dude, I wanna, well, the thing was, you can buy less than four sticks. You, the, you, where you, do you, you buy listen, a stick of you, butter? You are going back on the you were right, and we're not talking about He's this anymore. You He's have reopened the door, and we're going to continue talking about this. I was, I have been letting this rest based after Podcast 500. This is on you now. One thing I'll agree on your, is that Genlock is a great show. I'll be, I'm going to be honest out. with you guys. I've switched over from stick butter to Irish butter. Because it's supposed to taste better, it's like and brick. It, it comes in a brick. Yeah. So I don't even know sticks. I, I I know I got I know nothing about sticks anymore. No, no, you you you. I've you know what you can do. You've weighed in and listen. But I didn't. Where do you? Because you go to HEB. I'm so, all my all my or contention is that you can buy less than four sticks of butter. You can well, buy one no. or two. St- your that was, it. was Peter Hayes butter, so even posted you, the video clip. That say me saying you can buy it in one or two sticks. Your Where reaction, you change the argument? Your reaction to me having four sticks of butter was the thing you called. Where me. do you buy a stick of butter? You can. I'll show you. I'll is there a you. special butter store? No. Canada. No. According to Twitter, Peter Hayes is fucking hey, listening to UK. Send your single stick of butter. No, don't please. Pictures to Bernie. Tweet no, them to him don't. nonstop. Just don't. tweet. Go to the store and you find can, the butter. Take a picture of your butter aisle and send it to Bernie right now. Do me a and favor. And then as soon as you're done. Watch Genlock, January 26th. Do me a favor. exclusively on Rooster Teeth. At me on those tweets. I want to see this as a single sticks of butter in a story. Look at His that. Genlock. over the top. He called me a fat, greasy fuck. <laughs> I, back, to, back to Genlock. What are we doing here? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, there was a question I saw. There was a question I saw. I think it was on Reddit or maybe it was on Twitter. Somebody asked me, like, what was the path that Genlock took to... Like, it's our biggest show. Like, this is... Biggest thing we've ever made. This is the biggest thing we've ever made. Yeah. You know, right? in terms of, like... It is. Yeah. Budget you know. and yeah. scope. With, with all due respect to everyone here, the cast is a little more renowned than our usual how, cast. How dare you? <laughs> I am insulted, sir. They can buy butter in whatever quantity they want. And uh, it's definitely our biggest budget show. We should, and we it's also, asked... the length of the episodes are... It's starting off with... 34-minute episode. I think it's okay to say We should have this. asked Michael B. Jordan how he buys his butter. What, you consider we full length? We should, we, should, we should have had him weigh in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, good question. make that happen. That, that man has a perfect physique. Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> yes. It's, you want to hate him, but he's so likable you can't. Did I, did I, I tried to give Gray an idea. He won the gene pool. Yeah. He won, well, it's also, I would imagine, a whole lot of fucking hard work. Oh, one like, would assume he that he makes, there's an ounce of effort involved yeah, there, as well. But, I mean, I, I assume that it's a lot of work, but even if I worked that much, I could never achieve that. If you mirrored, if you and Michael B. Jordan were the exact same age, you grew up in the same neighborhood, wherever he grew up, 
I, for some reason, I want to say Chicago, yeah. but I might not be right about that. Eating the same food. Eating the same food, going to the gym, Philly, I think doing I, all the same shit. I could follow him for five years. You would not look like him. No. No, no, no. No. Wouldn't get close. You, but that being said, that doesn't mean that like all no the work to your parents, in, but they can't make that. He's a <laughs> he also doesn't wake up looking like that. Got to put in the hours in the gym. You got to put in the hours in the That's gym. That's the same thing. We also have another show coming down the road. Not to mix messages here, but Spike Face. Rob McElhenney from Always Sunny. What the? They should make an Emmy for changing your body type. Yeah, no kidding. He gained like 80 pounds, and now he's like, like a Calvin Klein model. There should be like one of those, like, you know how they have like the Lifetime Awards, like the Cecil B. DeMille Award or whatever? Yeah. There should be like the, uh, uh, like the Christian Bale Award that they give mm -hmm. to people that have gone through the most radical physical mm -hmm. transformation. Christian yeah. Bale gives it out. Or the Matt yeah. Damon Award. Christian Bale and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Just give that award out. And yeah. they have to look different every time they give it out. Yeah. Uh, what I read was he grew up in New York. New York. New York. Okay. New, New York. New York. New York is Newark. like the Chicago. Newark. He grew of up in Newark, New, New Jersey. Yes. That's why he looks like that. He was fighting for his life every day. <laughs> Have you ever been to Newark? I've never been there. Dude, I've only flown into the it's airport. It's a nice place. I'll tell you, man. I lived in New Jersey for like two years, and when I lived there, there was a ton of punk shows and stuff in New in Newark. And everybody was like, "Dude, don't go to Newark. Don't go to Newark. Whatever you do, don't go to Newark." And I'm like, "I'm fucking tough. I'm a punk rock dude." I hopped in my car and I I spent a Sunday driving around Newark. And I left Newark and said, I will never come back here again as long as I live. <laughs> and I never did. So the story of Genlock was we were looking for a follow-up to Ruby, like a big new animated show. Yeah. And so uh, we do one thing at the company called uh, Pitch Fest, where everyone at the company, it's two days a year. Uh, it's actually four days a year. It's two sessions a year. Mm -hmm. They're two days each where anyone in the company can pitch an idea for a show they want to make. Anything at all. Yeah. Uh, this was not part of that. This was a more formal part of the animation development. And that we were presented these different shows. We all saw Genlock and just thought it was such a great idea for a show. And then Michael B. Jordan, who then led, I think, to putting the show really on the radar and helping us cast a lot of other people. Uh, it was just, we saw the tweets. Gray, in particular, uh, we, we all saw the tweets. And Gray came up with this idea to reach out to him and contact him. And I can't tell you exactly what he did, but together this little package to present to him. Mm -hmm. And Michael B. Jordan was like, he's an anime fan. And when he saw it, he said, I want to be a part of this. And is uh, casting it, but we're also producing it with his production company as well. So that's, in two seconds, the story of how Genlock came to be. It was already a show that was in production uh, by Rooster Teeth, but it really went to the next level uh, when Gray established that relationship yeah. with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So, it's great. And it's great. It's great. We've been working on it for such a long time. Uh, the animation department has just grown by leaps and bounds, not just in terms of like the people, the number of people they have working there, but what they're capable of doing. Really, really excited about Genlock. Um, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to finally get to see it. You know, mm -hmm. it's um, it's unbelievable, and uh, I'm so happy that it's finally going to be out there. January 26, you'll be able yes. to watch the first episode. If you're a first member, you can immediately turn around and watch the second episode as well on first, uh, and then after that, it'll be. On Rooster Teeth first, the rest of the season yeah. of Genlock. Just Hope go, you guys love yeah. it. Go to roosterteeth.com, check it out, or uh, use the, the app. And if you're not a first member, episode one is free on roosterteeth.com. It's like, it's like anime heroin. Correct. The first one's free, or crack. What's well, it? Meth, I guess. Meth is the one that kids do now, <laughs> no, it's, right? It's uh, opioids. Just uh, say it's a drug. Anime opioids, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like anime oxycodone. And, uh, <laughs> just heard Rush Limbaugh, sorry. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you can watch that one. Watch that first episode, you'll fucking love it, and then immediately go like, boop, 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 trial membership, boosh. Yep. And then you'll think to yourself, I get to, I, I, all it takes. I don't have to pay a dime, I get this for seven days, I'll watch this cartoon, and then I'll scoot on out of there and never spend a dollar, and then you'll look up and it's been four years and we own all of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're giving away our secrets, Jeff. That's, that's what they call transparency that's the <laughs> in a business model.
All right, so check out Genlock, January 26th, and if you haven't seen it, here is the trailer for Genlock. Oh, and stick around after the trailer because there's a mediocre podcast following it. Completely mediocre. Jones, hey. please. Hey, was that everyone. You? Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. No, this week brought to you by 23andMe, The Zebra, and Ring. I'm Gus. The Zebra. I'm Jeff. I'm Bernie. And I'm Gus. Uh, yeah, The Zebra. We'll talk more about them later, though. So I want to get something right out of the way as quickly as I possibly can. There's a reason why I want to get it out of the way quickly. Now, this right here in front of me, I have a 12-pack of canisters of Planters Cheese Balls. Not Cheetos. Not Planters Cheetos. Cheese Balls. So here's Planters where this came from. Balls. Here's where this came from. There's a friend, Ella, who does, runs a video at BuzzFeed, and she did, oddly enough, in her Twitter account, she did, like, a very BuzzFeed thing, which is, like, maybe she was mining for an article or something, like, hey, what's your favorite snack? Trash, like, basically trashy snack from when you were a kid, and I looked at the thread because I was kind of curious about it, and it turned out people posting a bunch of, like, defunct, no longer produced snacks, mm -hmm. and the one that I remembered from when I was a kid was Planter's Cheese Balls, so I just, like, quick Google image search for Planter's Cheese Balls, I get an image of the can, and I post it, and then I notice it's got this little seal here, Jeff, on it. It says, it's back. It's so back. So it's gone. Oh. It's back. So they brought these back for a very limited time. It's a limited edition re-release of this snack. That's a good business decision. Yeah. But I just happened to see this Twitter, like, weird coincidence. I would have never sought this out, but got it. So I thought, oh, I want to try these. But I could only order them from Amazon in packs of 12. So I thought, I'll just do that. I'll have a couple. I opened one can. I had a couple. And I was like, oh, those are really good. Like, I remember. Ten minutes later, I've eaten through two cans of these things. I'm like, I gotta get these things oh the fuck God. away from so me. So let me ask you a question real fast, because right before the podcast started, you asked me how keto was yeah, going. Yeah, that's why I asked. How's your keto going? Not going very well. There's 30, you can eat thir 37 of those fuckers, because I looked it up yep. before I did the promo. 37 of those is 18 grams of carbs. Here's the good thing, though, because I was mm. eating... So you can eat 10 or, you can eat a handful and not have a problem at all. Like, this is a handful of cans yeah. to me. But I'm, it's in one hand. I'm militant with my keto. Like, if I can, I can, you can have up to, for people that don't know, uh, it's, uh, it's a no carb or a very extremely low carb, no sugar diet for the most part. Uh, so it's basically meat and vegetables. Yeah, ketogenic. But I, uh, I, you can have up to 20 grams of carbs a day. I try to go for zero. You could probably, when you started, you probably could have had more. I probably could have had more. For your macros, but 20 is like this weird, Benchmark that everyone uses. I figure it's easier to count zero than it is to try to keep up the keep up with it throughout the day. So I just avoid. I don't even try to get to my twenty. I just I try to get as close to zero as possible. Right. Let's try to get something good then. Uh, dude, I eat good food still. I eat a lot of steak, and I, it's also oh, forced true. me to cook at home a lot. You know, it is. Uh, Which is you know a single as a single parent, you don't do that a lot. So you can get a lot of calories really quickly. In ketos, keto. If you have to like pound through calories, you can do it. But then at, over time, what happens is you find that it's hard to go back to the same foods to get those calories you need in a day because you've had steak for the billionth time mm. or ground. Beef, I am. Or bacon is always the go-to. I am. Keto. I am no longer excited about steak in any form nope. in any capacity. Mm -hmm. You sous vide it. I, I sous vide. I've gone through. Yeah, uh, I'm not excited about brisket, or I, I get excited about other meats. Like I get excited about turkey now because I'm just <laughs> overloaded. With but turkey's steak. got enough fat because you need the thing. Keto is it's twofold. It's low carb and high fat, but it's also high fat because yeah. then it puts your body into this mode where it's kind of what your body does when it indicates that it's dying. 
where it'll just start, or you're starving, it'll burn through fat, and it's, it's called ketogenic because it produces ketones, and that's what burns through the when fat. you so enter into a, you, a like, state of ketosis. Or it's a byproduct Could you that. take turkey and then, like, deep fry it then? Because that's just adding fat to your turkey then. Depends on what you deep fry it in. Depends on what you deep fry it in, yeah. Avocado oil, bring it on. Do yeah. it. Um, but, but it's not that, like, like... If you go to Starbucks, and you say, can I get a coffee? And if you normally get milk in your coffee, you have to ask for full cream is the way they... Just drink coffee so it just turns like a man. Or, just, or you can do that, unless you're like me, and you want a frilly milkshake, because you're comfortable with yourself. You know... Then you just get the full cream one. You know, it's funny you said the, the coffee thing came up, because I was just having... Uh, See this, that Gillette ad? What's wrong with you? I, I, don't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, just, I was just having this conversation with someone the other day, and it's an interesting thought exercise. When you think about somebody who's given you the least or smallest amount of advice in your life that's had the longest impact. Yeah. When I was 18, I was in the army. I had never drunk coffee in my life. I think I'd maybe tried it once as a kid and it was gross. And um, it was a thing for grownups. And I was in uh, I was in Fort Jack or Fort Ben Harrison, no longer there in Indiana. And it was the coldest winter they'd had in like 40 years. And it was negative 20. And they yeah. I got assigned duty driver because all the people were Fahrenheit? <laughs> duty. Yeah. I got uh, they all the people were out in a field exercise for like a week. And I was on these 18-hour shifts where I would have to drive back and forth this van in the snow. And it was very stressful. And I was scared I was going to fall asleep with in the snow in a van and kill people. And so I was like, I and my buddy was like, you should start drinking coffee. It'll keep you awake. And I was like, okay. And then this one dude who was just in the duty room, I don't remember his name or anything. At the time, I was trying to figure out like how I take my coffee. And he goes, I'm going to give you a, a hint. It's going to change your life. And I go, okay. And he goes, drink your coffee black. And I go, it's gross. And he goes, learn to drink it black. You, your life will be easier from this point on. And True. I was like, okay. You never have to worry about so it. So I yeah. started drinking it black. And I was thinking about it the other day. It popped into my head. And I was like, that motherfucker was right. My life is easier because I drink black coffee. You don't have to like buy creamer. Or I don't have to buy like creamer. I don't have to deal with that stuff. I don't have to have a conversation. I don't have to be like, oh, I don't want simple syrup. I really like whatever. I, I don't any of that shit. I just like get it and go. Well, it's a lot easier now. Like now, when you order, if you like go to like Starbucks, you can order in the app. You don't have to tell anyone. It's That's just true. Directly, just like bam, bam, bam. This is this is exactly how I want it. Yeah, so no, I, no, it's true. I love. I, I I used to never be picky. Because I didn't want to go through the human interaction, mm -hmm. but now that it's like an app interaction and I don't have to tell anyone, I can be as picky as I want. Like, yeah. like what you were talking about, like requesting full cream or any of that stuff. Not heavy splash. Not a worry. Not a worry. All that at shit. All. Yeah, that mm -hmm. Starbucks app's really good. Just black coffee shame, lid go. It's a shame the coffee's not any good though. Yeah, out the door. Don't you wish though at Starbucks? Don't you wish you, they just had the things we could serve yourself? Yeah, because yeah. they have the self serve things that just have behind the counter. So I, I, I get a lot of coffee at Whole Foods, honestly, uh -huh. because you go to Whole Foods, you just make it yourself, and then you're right there, and you just buy it. Bang and in done. and out. You know what's really good? I, I prize efficiency more than anything else. In my oh, life. by the way, I don't want like money, but I you know take these, Cody. Come here, grab. Get some these cheese balls out of here. He's these starting to get yours. the urge. They're all yours. Ted, look, they're in my peripheral vision. I'm gonna start eating them. I can't help Cody. Dude, hey, Cody, you, you, you remember him from the podcast? Cody's yeah. fucking awesome. We were filming some live action he's no, stuff he's no today. Dentist, but, right. Cody was helping out Achievement Hunter. He was he he lit a shot for us. Oh really? Yeah, it was cool. Cody's right here. Uh, resident esports expert. Mm. Whenever I need to know anything about esports, I go to Cody. So anyway, think about it in the back of your head throughout the course of this podcast, and see if anything pops into mind of like a I, moment in your life when somebody gave you a tiny I, piece of advice that had ripple effect. I kind of covered one last week on the podcast where <laughs> the guy we used to work for, Anthony. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say because it's going to say what he does. He carries, he always has cash on him. Yeah. And it's like cash is, is important because when he does a transaction, like he's like if he stops and he's buying, uh, I don't know what he would, like a saddle. Somebody's selling a saddle on the side of the road because he's an old school cowboy, you know, or somebody's selling something. 
uh, he always said that you could, if they were selling something for $800, you can show them $600 in cash. And when they see it, they just say yes. Your inclination when you see cash is to just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's like, I, I started carrying cash as a result of that. Whereas it goes against everything else I do. Like, yeah. I hate wires. I hate clutter. I hate everything. So you'd think like I would try to go as digital as possible with my money, but I will yeah, still I've, always carry cash. I've dragged my feet on all that digital payment stuff. Like Venmo or... You dragged your feet on digital boarding passes, too. You got a weird thing. I did. Thing. I waited until there was a standard, and it worked fine. He got, Jeff, he was worried he would get to the gate, you know, the door, and he'd beep or something, and it, his wouldn't work, and that he would cause an issue. Yeah, or I'd have to go back and print the fucking thing. I had that recently. This, the, I love this iPhone watch. I watch what the fuck you call it. Apple It's watch. awesome. Apple watch. Uh, just want to say, Jeff's on the Rashid podcast. He immediately starts complaining about Apple products. <laughs> no, no, I don't know if that's it's, an, that's, that's if it's an Apple here. problem or what. It's but just like in the air. anytime I put that the I put my barcode on my or like RFD code on my uh, on my or QR. What is QR, QR code? QR code. QR code. I'm, whatever. I'm the old guy who doesn't know stuff. Uh, it never works on my phone on my watch, and then I have to use my phone. Hundred percent. I've never so zero zero percent success rate. I do. I, I've quit trying on my watch because yeah. it's embarrassing. Because of what you described has yeah. happened every time I've yeah, tried see, to do it. See, and I'll see a dude in front of me go, all right, cool, boop. And I go, oh, today's the day. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I get my phone. I'm that way with Apple Pay. Yeah. Like Apple Pay, I try to use it everywhere where they have Apple Pay, which basically use your phone as a contactless credit card. It's like, oh, look at this. And then I'm like doing this shimmy shit and I can't get it to go. I can only yeah. get it to work at Jamba Juice. Is that it? You well, can, you, and now I don't you can use the watch. Anymore. What? You can also use the watch. Can I? I guess I can use my yeah. watch. I've started using the watch mm. for, for all that. It's I a found lot, a function a on the watch that I really like. Actually, I use the watch is the walkie talkie. Mm -hmm. We use it all the time. Really? It's fucking great. I'll say this. I'm not, I, that's not me talking shit about Apple products. I read that thread on Reddit the other day about you guys. I fucking love Apple. <laughs> and I love all my Apple. My laptop, Jeff, my new Apple laptop is phenomenal. The point we made about it? Was we bitch about Apple because it's what we use. What well, we don't switch to Android because we don't like it. Yeah. I hate it. I think it's clunky and garbage. I have, dude. I tried uh, briefly. I have a uh, YouTube. Very kindly gave me a uh, a free Pixel Two. Is that's, that what it's called? That's the exact same reason that I changed. They did the same thing. We went to that same event. Yeah, years a year and apart. I tried for like two or three weeks, and I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just you. Just the you, you had a free brand what new phone. You know, yes. But I had a 128 gig Pixel Two right when they came out that everybody was clam like excited about, and I used it for maybe two weeks before I went back to my phone. There's uh, a I don't even, I don't even think I talked about it anywhere because it was just such a non-event. But there's a weird thing we established back in the day. It was kind of an unspoken thing we all established when we started appearing on cameras, personalities, or in microphones, where we don't tell other people not to like the things they have. Yeah. We, we bitch about the stuff we use. We, we complain about the stuff in our lives because we use it. But the, the reality is, I just, I think it's way better than Android. But I'm not going to sit on the podcast and tell people that Android sucks. Because they use Android and they love it. Mm -hmm. That's why it sounds like we bitch about Apple a lot. Because it's, we it's, use it's it. It's what we use. It's what's it's what in we our use. lives. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to sit around and complain about Android. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just being shitty to something that somebody else likes. And I'm just not going to I mean, that. if you're going to bitch about it, then it would be something you would have used. Or you'd have I used it and moved away from it, but yeah. I'm not like in a rant about that every time I, I talk about Apple. I tried to use it once when Google Fi first launched, and I don't remember what phone it was that came with Google Fi. I only worked with one phone at the time, but I opened up the box, went was, to. Was that scam like Google Fiber? What? No. Google Fiber. I went like to scam. set it up. I turned it on, and I uh, had to reinstall the OS out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" Hey, like, I, I just immediately got off on the wrong foot with that uh, with that device. And, I, um, who knows? Maybe I just got a dud in the mail or something. Sent to me or something. Yeah. I changed offices recently. 
all my USB ports on my computer died in the move. Got a brand new computer. Haven't had one in like five or six years. Fucking great. Wasn't that the secret computer that Adam Baird didn't recognize? It was like, what is this computer and why is it a rich teeth? And yeah. Like, oh, just <laughs> I just brought a personal computer from home because I brought in at the time trouble. a computer that I thought was over the specs of what rooster teeth would buy or should be yeah. obligated to buy, you know? So I... You so, had a top of the line computer like, from five years ago. What? You had a top of the line computer from five years. From five years ago. ago. Is this the one we argued about whether or not it had Bluetooth on it? Yes. Okay. And it didn't. Did it? No. Now my new one does, and it's fucking great. <laughs> All right, fair enough. For my keyboard. You, you know computers have Bluetooth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I I knew they had Bluetooth too. You mine, said that you said desktops didn't. That was the whole argument. Mine didn't. My my <laughs> you said, desktop you said didn't. In general, desktops did not have Bluetooth. That so was you, your claim. So it was the S that threw him. You should have said desktop doesn't. What doesn't? Your desktop. <laughs> computer. My desktop. Yes. Computer, not, not computer. It isn't yeah. the royal desktop. It's, it's, the, the, it's the my plurality. specific. It's, it's very specific Trip to me. Up. I never buy. I never look for stuff that has Bluetooth in it. But now I do because I use Bluetooth stuff. So I need to use that little if you don't fucking like wires, nub. Yeah, it's, a, it's a way to get rid of all the wires. You put about that earlier. Get a little nub. Get the little nub. Since this is the only time I see you guys. Uh, you laughed at me this morning. I did. I did laugh at you this morning uh, because you proved a point for me. Um, I was the, getting, the point was people who drive Teslas have to throw stuff away. No, no, no. The point is I was pulling into the parking lot. Somebody was giving me a ride to work and they said, oh, look, there's a Tesla. And I go, oh, that's either Gus or Jordan or Becca or Jack, Jack. or any of those people. And then I go, oh, wait, they're throwing stuff away at the dumpster and their hazards are on. It's Gus. 100%. I guarantee you it's Gus. That's a Gus move. And we pull up and sure enough, it was Gus. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> why, why with the, why are you throwing stuff away at work? Not a Tesla owner. That's correct. Yeah. Um... It was just, I had broken down a bunch of boxes. Dude, you ride bird scooters. You have, you can't say a fucking I don't ride thing. scooters anymore. What do you mean? Anymore? You know, anymore? What I upgraded to the Uber bikes. I saw, I saw. Instead of, instead, of, instead of letting the scooter do all the work, at least on an Uber bike, I'm pedaling. At least on the Uber bike, you're not flipping over and crashing out. Yeah, the dude, I'm, I am all in on those Uber there, bicycles. There was a story. Yeah, I, th- those before, I think it was in the Austin subreddit the other day about, I never thought about this, but it was someone who... Uh, gets help from the tech school for the visually impaired, you know, which is mm-hmm. not too far from here Talking about how what a problem the scooters are because now they're just in the sidewalk Yeah, and people, people are, are visually impaired. Yeah, don't see them. I, I, that's something I'd never considered I kind of thought it was senseless bitching until I read that and I go that's that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense It uh, it's only getting worse downtown too. We now have we have we started with bird and uh, this is your downtown Austin report. Uh, we started with bird and lime, lime. and then lime went two thousand over the amount they were allowed to have downtown. I don't know if you guys saw that two thousand units. They were allowed scooters? to have five thousand units, or they were allowed to have seven thousand units downtown, and they got caught with nine thousand units. Who killed them? F- well, yeah, the city. And so it they had to they had to submit numbers or whatever. And the city goes, you're two thousand over. So they negotiated a deal where they had to remove a thousand. And so they just took that thousand and put them in neighborhoods around so, town, which is why you see lime in weird places all over town now. The city let them so have a thousand more than broke, they were supposed to. They broke the rules by having two thousand yes. more, and the compromise was they could have one thousand more. Yes, I mean, and but on top of but that was lime. So that was we were it was a lime city. and bird world. <laughs> then Uber hit the market. Yep. Then. Lyft hit the market. Mm-hmm. Lyft has then scooters? there's one called a flip scooter down there. And then yesterday when I went home, there were four of them parked in front of my condo that are unicorn scooters. So there's like six different brands of scooters downtown all vying for your attention. And apparently What's it's a unicorn working. scooter. It has a fucking light up u- like unicorn on it, like an LED <laughs> unicorn. It's a unicorn or a horn? Horn, yeah. Okay. It's unicorn. a unicorn. 
So and uh, I was I was gonna go I was gonna go the other definition of unicorn. I tried. It's like it's super like you uh, know, it's floppy. It's floppy. Let me think about this. But the uh, the electric powered Uber bicycle is phenomenal. Wait, it's electric powered. Yeah. So you aren't doing all the work. You're not doing all the work. But well, you're doing the work when you're just riding. But if you go uphill, it kicks in, and then it makes it easier to go up hills and stuff. Mm. So it's like sixty percent of the work of riding a bicycle, which is still a hundred percent more work than you're doing on a scooter. You got to balance on a scooter. It works your core. Mm, it doesn't. It does. It does though. I've ridden a lot of those fucking scooters. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to see, see now. He admits it. Yeah. He's looking at his said nose. I, I've upgraded. I used to use them all the time, dude. You're, like, bird, you're a bird rider. If I want to run, if I want to get from my condo to a, a movie at the Alamo Ritz really fast, there's no faster way than hop on a scooter. Just a lot of faster ways, but okay, sure. Why not? I, I, driving there is not faster. Get you on a bike and park downtown. <laughs> if the bike is available, I will take the bike. Obviously. Why don't you have a skateboard? I rode that bike. I rode. I rode one of those Uber bikes last, not last weekend, but the weekend before. Fifty-five miles. Casey Neistat electric skateboard. That's you. That's what you got to get. Come on. Uh, those things—they seem like death traps, man. I'm too old for an electric you skateboard. Skate, yeah. So you should. It should be. Like so I know how you. dangerous it is. You know what, Ren? Right? Remember Ren from the Ren the Reaper? He was big member of the yeah. community website. Now he's one of the main dudes at yeah. Corridor Digital. Yeah. He has that one wheel. Oh. Seems yeah. like you would like that. No, don't they have some that are easier to ride now? Like they do, like auto balancing, and they have gyros in them. I see they all have auto balancing. I see those motherfuckers going down uh, around downtown. That looks deadly, dude. Yeah, I like. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of old. You just don't want to wear a helmet. Not even gonna wear a fucking helmet. Yeah, see, so there you go. That's yep. the problem. Yeah. I, I feel. Yeah. Well, I want to calculate something really quickly though. Nine thousand units, nine thousand scooters in downtown Austin. Yeah. Okay. That's just one brand, by the way. I know. Going south to north, like Cesar Chavez. Where do you think downtown ends? Like Fifteenth Street. Uh, I think the capital is 12. I think, I think the 12th. Yeah. I think 12 streets. Downtown is, yeah, the river to the capital probably is what would be considered. So that's, let's call it 13 and, and streets. Or maybe up state. to MLK. Then what, like 35 to Guadalupe? Or do you consider the west stuff also? I'd say 35 to Mopac is considered. Mopac? I would give you maybe Lamar. At least Lamar. It's the downtown Austin report. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. How many streets between I 35 and Lamar? Guess to me. 10. 10? Oh, no, it's more than that. I think it's more. I think it's like 12. 12, I was gonna say fifteen. Let's say fifteen. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's hedge. Fifteenth. So thirteen roads north to south. Fifteen. There are one hundred and ninety-five intersections in downtown Austin, and yeah. there are nine thousand scooters in one brand. And think about that. That's also, a hundred and seventy-five of those intersections are under construction. <laughs> oh, see, well, you are on the right. Look at that. You're on the right podcast. You're podcast. Bingo. <laughs> I live in the you heart of downtown, and I've lived there for eighteen months. It is brutal. Do you know why? I don't, you, I don't mind. Do you know why is, you think there's construction, Jeff? Because you live there. That's, ga that's Gavin's explanation. No, to no, me. No, no. I'll tell you, you why. You think there's construction in the Austin airport because you live in Austin? It's like no. There's always fucking. Anyway, we're off. Millie and I the other day drove from. For, we went to get dinner at Flyright. You know where Flyright is? Flyright, which you guys have right there, actually. So that's at Seventh and like Chacon, mm -hmm. or a little bit past Chacon, mm -hmm. but it's right around it. Seventh and Pedernales, maybe. Uh, from there to Whole Foods, because we were going from there, we had to stop at Whole Foods, yes. and I thought just as an exercise. Let's count how many how many sites under construction we see between Flyright and that Whole Foods, which is twenty blocks. Twenty blocks. Yeah, we counted twenty-seven separate construction sites. I That's did. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot in twelve blocks. I want to say I'm a huge fan of Jeff on the podcast. <laughs> I endorse this every week. You're proving all those points. I'm you're, not you're trying to complain. I'm not complaining. <laughs> well, I guess it's a complaint, but <laughs> it's. A, I mean, you, you got to build shit to this progress. 
You got to break shit. To, you got to break right. shit to build yeah. shit. I, I don't complain about it. That's why I don't bitch about how it takes how long it takes me to get home. It's just I notice it. I'm cognizant of it, but I'm not upset about it. That being said, maybe it shouldn't take nine months to fix a door in the Austin airport. Maybe no, may, maybe it shouldn't take it that shouldn't. long. Shouldn't. Yeah, you're right about that. That's like knock that out in a weekend. Yeah, it's a door. Uh, also, I think that they should be done with the construction leading up to the airport at this point. At this, they've point. had like. 15 years to figure that out. Well, no, they keep that, changing roads. Like they fixed one uh, road and they got to fix the other road. That's that's there wasn't there a big there was a big hole out there this morning. Did you hear about that? Mm -mm. So, On uh, like 183 so just right by the now. airport. They had to close two lanes of 183 because there was a big hole because of the construction. It's like a personal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is I'm so happy. It's every topic <laughs> I want to talk about. Uh, I love it. Well, here, let me read this thing. Fucking uh, Mopac. They wanna, close one lane of Mopac every wanna, single night. Want to remind everyone this episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by 23andMe. Uh, I found something out today about DNA, how well I fall asleep, or even how many steps I take every day can be a part of my genetic makeup, and that's just crazy. 23andMe allows you to go beyond your ancestors to access more personalized insights based on your DNA, from your health predispositions to your lifestyle choices. With the 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit, you get over 125 reports on your health, traits, ancestry, and more. Reports include things like lactose intolerance, muscle composition, even caffeine consumption. Did you know that genetic factors even help explain how much caffeine people tend to consume? With a genetic weight report, you can discover if your genes predispose you to weigh more or less than average and unique to you insights which healthy habits likely have the biggest impact on your weight based on your genetics. Uh, they've even got a, a ton of stuff you can do with DNA mapping to see where in the world all your relatives come from. I uh, found a, a bunch of second cousins of mine recently through that. It's interesting. Uh, 23andMe is a fascinating way to get to know more about who you are. Uh, buy your 23andMe health and ancestry kit today at 23andMe.com slash rooster. That's the number 23andMe dot com slash rooster again that's 23andme.com slash rooster did i read that to your liking jeff was that yeah, okay? that was great I, I, was, I, was, I was about I, to ask I you a question in my head about halfway there what did you really no, yeah because I, like, I remember you made fun of me last time i forgot when i started the read that's what it is jeff was talking about the one little small piece of advice that sticks with you forever for gus it's always negative stuff it's uh -huh. always negative yeah feedback. of course that's, way, that's just the way it's, it's gonna haunt you forever like for instance gus I would say that you say Chicago properly now because of me. <laughs> Probably. A little thing. I'm, 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 I'm going to get Juan eventually. He, he said one, like somebody won a contest. He said it's, it's such a hard Juan last week on the podcast. Oh, he does that. That's yeah. his thing. Juan. Yeah. It was like it was like you were making fun of yourself when you said it. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. I, 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 would, I would wager he still gets lispy when he drinks, too, when he gets drunk. Oh, do you really? Uh, no, I think I'm over that. He's Are shouty. You? He's shouty. Do, well, he's always. Yeah. yeah. Well, just, just, I'm always shouty. It's kind of a kissy drunk. Anymore. What? A little bit. Maybe. <laughs> well, only when you're looking good. <laughs> I was like, you for me. <laughs> Anything for me. Just in general, it's like Gus gets uh, affectionate, which he is not at any other point in his life. No. Oh, you guys were with me though with the 23 and Me thing. You guys were with me. We were at uh, breakfast with Matt. I think it was that when when yeah. we, uh, we found out about the thing where you could use your DNA information and figure out. It was a service that would just analyze it for diet and health and exercise and everything like that. And it was cool because I could just like plug in my 23andMe account from like a billion years ago. And they were like, yeah, we got your data. Not, and it's not changing. So they just yeah. updated and they sent me a full report on everything. And it was cheaper because I already had it on 23andMe. Hmm. Yep. It's good. It's did, you, uh, did you hear, because there's always concerns about putting your information out there mm -hmm. with, you know, services and everything. Did you guys hear the conspiracy theory surrounding the... Uh, 2008 or 2009 versus 2019 selfie. Oh, yeah. Meme? I always mm -hmm. thought that there was something shady about that. So it makes sense. Is it it does make what's sense. The, what's the theory? Well, remember, like back in the day when they would say, like, hey, what's your porn name? It's the name of your yeah, pet was, in the yeah, street you grew up on. Fishing it was, scam. It was a phishing scam. Uh, it's speculation that this 
thing that started on Facebook is they want to tr train algorithms to recognize aging data or, or to trend aging. And so they're having everyone submit these photos of themselves in this in this thing. They just they have a, they can just mine this for the data. And it might not even be Facebook. It could be just like another startup who's could trying be. to yeah. you know create algorithms that do this kind of thing. Or That's even interesting. yeah, I don't know how you use well, that in a nefarious way, but it, I and I had to be honest. I kind of like that people are now thinking about this stuff because I remember when Barb and Gav first started working for us, and we were like, "Why the fuck do you document every single thing you do and put it on social media or Facebook at the time?" Mm -hmm. And like, or Foursquare. It's like that's what every yeah, Foursquare. It's like checking in your location everywhere you go, and they were like, "Oh, it's totally fine." It's like that just to us seemed weird. Yeah, you know, there was a there was a Reddit thread the other day, which was what's a behavior that is considered, not toxic, but something along those lines, like a, a negative behavior that has been completely normalized by society that no one recognizes. And I was trying to go through and find what mine was, and it wasn't even anywhere on there. It was, to me, it's, and this may sound super old, selfies. Selfies, to me, to this day, are still weird. Yeah, I agree. The fact that somebody has more photos of themselves that they took than of anything else. Like, if I went through a photo well, album at home when I was a kid, and it was all pictures of my mom taking pictures of herself, that would have been weird. Yeah, you know? I agree. It's not weird anymore, though. It's just, it's not a weird thing. Yeah. I don't want to see me. Like, I know what I look like. Yeah, Bernie, yeah. Bernie I want to see pictures of Millie when she was a kid. I want to see Millie through the ages. I want to see an old picture of my mom. Right. I don't want to see me. The other thing, shit about me. The other thing you don't want to see, which is, I just went through all my parents' old photo albums, and my dad's slides is fucking Thousands slides. of photos, Jesus. slides. And so I just turned them into a service here in Austin. They digitized yeah, them for yeah. me. But I went through and vetted them. Like, I had this big light board and was putting all the slides on with one of those loops mm -hmm. and looking at it like I'm a fucking jeweler. And uh, it's amazing back in the day what people took photos of was equally as irrelevant of just like, you know, on Instagram now it's like, hey, it's a cold day. Here's a picture of my face. Like, what? How is that a cold day? Okay. Back in the day, though, my dad, he just took pictures of stuff. Yeah. Like, he took a picture of a Japanese temple, and it's like, I don't give a shit about this. I want to see pictures of my yeah. parents, Your you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. So it's like, it's, it, but but that that being said, if my dad's photo albums were all just pictures of his own face and that's it, I'd been like, okay, I need like four of these and yeah. I'm done, you know? So, but going through and trying to find photos of my parents together and stuff like that, that's what I looked for. Do, do you, um, do you either you subscribe to or read the Today I Fucked Up subreddit? Yeah, I, I read it from time to time. There was one a couple of weeks ago, and you're talking about going through old photos when we think about this. There was one from a couple of weeks ago where this guy told a story about how his father-in-law had passed away. And uh, he was close with his father-in-law, and when his father-in-law passed, you know, he knew the password to his father-in-law's computer. So he went through and kind of sanitized it, you know, deleted stuff that he thought his father-in-law wouldn't want people to see and whatnot. And he, did, he said he did a fairly thorough job on it, but he forgot to do that for his father-in-law's external hard drive. So then all the family was getting together and they wanted to do a memorial for him and like go through his stuff and find photos and make like a digital uh, memory of him. And uh, the person who was writing this post says, I realized I didn't go through that hard drive. So I had to very strongly suggest that it was only me who was suitable to do this because he knew that that hard drive was filled with uh, porn that his father-in-law had downloaded. Sure. Yeah. And they didn't, didn't think anybody else in the family should be subjected to that. And, sure. Uh, yeah, it's just it's weird that he, you know, he had to ha he had such a strong reaction to go through and try to protect the memory of his father-in-law to preserve the way his children looked at him, uh, you know, after he's gone. That's a, a good dude. Really sweet thing for that guy to do. Actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for him. Well, it's, you know, nothing illegal or anything like that. He then, say, yeah, it was all on the up and up. As yeah, far as I know. Just yeah. like yeah, it's a personal thing. So it's like it's nice you have someone who's not technically related to you who's willing to go through and scrub that for you. Yeah. You know. Look out! Look out for you. 
Who knows what I'd have left. The, uh, um, you guys were talking about the Apple Watch earlier. I discovered recently a feature on the Apple Watch, which I thought would be useless and is actually really helpful, is the flashlight feature. Uh, do, do, that, it seems useless to me. No, because you turn up the brightness on it. At first it seemed useless to me, but you can turn the brightness way up and then it's great. The, uh, the, the, you, I gotta admit, you do you not off? have yours password locked, Gus? Eight. I do. Uh, oh. No, not when it's on me, though. If I take it off, it goes to password. Yeah. Oh, when it's on? How do you do that? Uh-huh. You can do it in uh, security. Is it on the... Oh, I- you can touch it and it turns up. Yeah. That's way better, right? Yeah, that is better. See, I, I so went through the same iPhone? discovery process. In my iPhone setting? Yeah, Jeff, Apple and you can Watch? have it to unlock when you We're, unlock your phone. Welcome to the uh, Apple Watch <laughs> setup podcast. Uh, so say you have any watch- questions about your Apple Watches, uh, send them in now. Say you're at the corner of 7th and Guadalupe and you want to unlock your <laughs> Apple Watch. Here's how to do. Send all your Security. questions to uh, I gotta do this right now. This thing, this thing drives me nuts. I saw your passcode when you flicked your wrist earlier. I thought, oh, did he just put his watch on? Because I only get that once yeah. a day. If you take it off and then when you put it back on, yeah. that's when it'll last My watch. So I made a mistake. This is a fucking critical mistake I made. Is it privacy, maybe? Yeah. It's, no, no, privacy is location. Hey, shut stuff. the fuck up back there. This is important. It's, you have any uh, pa- look under passcode. Look under passcode. Or just fucking search for it. Old man podcast. He's sticking his tongue out. He is doing the old man thing. (laughs) Here, you want my reading glasses? By the way, I bought a pair of reading glasses. General, maybe? Ooh, that's a that's a milestone. That's a fucking horrible milestone. What, did you get to my, like, at, at Walgreens? Like, from the I did. That's what I said <laughs> earlier. When I was using Apple Pay? When I said I was using Apple Pay? That's why I was at Walgreens. Because I, I bought I bought reading glasses. I always laugh at that fucking display. I know. And I'm there. Well, what number are you? Like, a plus two? Or what do they how do No, they I got a plus three and it made me, like, cross-eyed. <laughs> so I, I just thought, oh, why not? If you're going to get 1.25 magnification, why not get three? But that was, like, looking through Coke bottles, basically. Basically, uh, I got it because uh, I just took a uh, navigation class for my sailing certifications that I'm going through. And we uh, it's really cool, Gus. I think you'd really love it. I got, like, the, the calipers mm-hmm. and these parallel you like comp- rules. You do, like, compasses and stuff uh-huh. like that? Yeah, that's what the uh, the spreaders are. It's, like, usually mm-hmm. you're using it to actually measure. And sometimes you use it to make marks and little arcs mm-hmm. if you're trying to get, like, a running fix and see where that is. Uh, I'll show you some of this stuff later. But it's a lot of really small lines. And the practice ones we – oops, sorry, buddy. The practice ones we were working on were even on a uh, – we're on like a smaller piece of paper. So like the compass rows and everything was tiny for reading mm. off the 360 degrees. And uh, it was, I was just like, I looked up and the person across from me had reading glasses on, a guy about my age. <gasps> and I was like, oh, was like, maybe it, I should you're, you're do too. that. Maybe I'm at that point. Yeah. So I gave it a shot. They're fucking great. I so, saw people were, yeah, uh, people were giving shit to, I'm going to try it on. People were giving <sighs> shit to the, that flat earther cruise. Did you hear that? Here, Jeff, put these on and, and look at your phone. Where uh, I guess like all the flat earthers are going on a cruise and everyone's pointing out the irony that the cruise ship uses. <laughs> Around Earth to navigate. Does that yeah, help? I'm not yeah, blind. I don't. I don't need reading glasses. So, okay, so I'm here at simple passcode. Do I, do I turn that off, dude? I don't know. What's your passcode? Oh my! Is it the same as your pin? <laughs> no. Do you know his pin? Yes. Not anymore. You don't. You yeah. changed the code. You changed the code uh, on your office. I didn't. I could. I could. Oh, yeah, I couldn't come um, in. Oh, it actually helps. It so does have, help, right? It does help. Although, so if you hold it I like have, this, it really helps. It's not necessarily interesting either, because Michael Jones uses his phone like this. This is so important. This is so important. All right, go ahead. So I have simple passcode turned on. Do I turn that off? <sighs> I have unlock with iPhone turned Eric, on. This is an award-winning podcast. And I have wrist detection turned on. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use another part of my phone, which is called the web browser, to look, look up Apple look Watch right there, Unlock. Chuck. You can unlock it by turning the digital crown? That's cool. I just discovered that. You're welcome. That's, this is what you want. Okay, hold on. Apple Watch unlocked by Face ID. Here you go, dumbass. Use Face ID on your iPhone. I can't see. 
I actually kind of really like your glasses. It's not locked. I'm telling I just you. unlocked it. Did it work? You fucker. I'm guessing no. Look at Face ID on your phone. Maybe Face ID has it, buddy. This is going to be so frustrating for so many people right now. But it's not locked. We will help you after the podcast. I will forget by then. I want to I thank Jeff for joining is us. Is it the Alzheimer's? Here, I can talk about it. Let's talk about something cool. What movies you guys watch? You guys see any good TV shows lately? Hey, Captain Marvel tickets. Hey. Just want to tell anybody about Captain Marvel tickets? No. Anybody give a shit about Captain Man, Marvel? I don't give a shit. I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I still Dude, you have a daughter. That's don't get excited uh, she's about a female it. hero. Come on. I'm not going to iPhones. She hasn't had that. Inter Besides Wonder Woman and Black Widow. Black Widow. Do you really count that? Black Widow doesn't count. Nah. Um, she needs her own movie. Have you seen. Does she? I, I feel like there's already too much Black Widow. Avengers have been fine without Black I Widow. I meant to be a viable, like. Female role model, oh, right? Okay, can't be, yeah, they can't should, be a they, side they, they should have, if they wanted that, yeah, they should have done more with her. But as it stands, the way it's done right now, no. Um, I, I think I told you about this the other day. You gotta watch Killing Eve. That's a that's such a good show. Really good. Oh, you watch it? Yeah, I've seen uh, the first season. Yeah, I haven't seen season so two. So good. Uh, I, like, I started from, watching Ozarks from the very beginning. It just grabs you. It's so I'm, good. I'm watch so, it. I'm so fucking looped into this Ozark show. Turn it on, Justin Bateman. It's a uh, money laundering, right? Jason Bateman. Yes, Jason Bateman. Thank you. No. I, I mixed up Jason Bateman and, and Justine Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. I made a mistake. Oh. I put on, uh, Jeff, one of the things I did, do you use the activity stuff on your Apple Watch to bridge two conversations together here? Sure. Do you use that at all? Yeah. Like, you, you, like, you get a stand goal and you get 12 in a day and then you hit your stand goal for the day. I, one day, as an experiment, decided to do, see if I could get 24 hours of standing in one day. And I did it. And I, I Justine saw it. And so she sent me an invite to be friends on Apple Watch. And then, so I have to see every time Justine works out, and she works out fucking all the time. And then she challenged me after last week. She challenged me to a fitness competition, and I accepted. Biggest mistake. What ever. does that mean? What is a fitness competition? It's like you get points for your activity. You have minutes of exercise, calories burned, and then a way, 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 way lesser stat is how many hours in the day you stand up once. And it mainly. It, it hedges way more towards the competition, towards minutes, exercise, and then calories burned as a result. Uh, I, huge mistake. It's only seven days, and I'm like two days in. I already, I'm already regretting it worse than I've regretted anything. Can we life. have like a, a sloth challenge where it's like whoever can get the lowest activity score? That's like, a great idea. We're gonna have like the least amount of exercise in a day. Let me tell you, Apple uh, products suck, and this is a piece of shit, and I don't want it anymore. Oh, really? Switch, what? I'm switching to whatever. So, are you still trying to hook it up to the Galaxy thing? Note? No, nah, we'll deal with it later. Oh, now, now we're going to stop. Now we're going to stop because you're pouting. That's, it doesn't do what it says it does. If I, It says simple passcode. With this on, Apple Watch unlocks with a simple four-digit passcode. Cool, whatever. I turn it off and it goes, yeah, change your passcode. I change my passcode and it goes, cool, you've got a new passcode. And then I go, okay. I still want to turn it off. And then when I click to turn it off again, it goes, cool, change your passcode. Cunt. Easy, easy. Come on, dude. Take it easy. I mean it. I'll look it up. This for you. phone is. Are you a looking cunt. up to you guys? We're all looking at our phones. We're, yeah, we're trying. God, what award did this podcast yeah. win? Yeah. <laughs> right. I watched Manifest. Oh, is that uh, you told good? me? But you told me about that. It's okay. It doesn't. It... The premise is better than the show. Yeah. It's one of those where you like you're hoping the show gets as catches up, like the quality of the show catches up to mm -hmm. the plot, you know. But Millie likes it, so that's our thing now. We watch it's like eleven episodes. Your, your manifestos. It's a plane <sighs> that it? takes off. Yes, Christ, it's a plane. It takes off, just disappears. It's gone. It's Malaysia three seventy. Langley. And then five years later, the plane lands. And for the people that were on the plane, no time has passed. And for all the people on Earth, they're like, "I got remarried." I found it in ten seconds. I, f I literally found it in ten seconds. What'd you find? Unlock. What do you think with, he found? He's unlock, on that watch. Unlock with iPhone. Oh, you stole on that? 
Dude, 10 seconds has gone by. Go to your go to your watch. Go to settings. On my watch? On your watch. You want to unlock your watch, right? Dude, I'll go to all my settings. All right, I'm on my settings. Okay. Go down to the bottom. Passcode. There you go. Now scroll in there. It says unlock with iPhone. It's on. So you're, you're unlocked with your iPhone. You got to have the watch on. If you have it off, it's going to fuck up. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. don't have the watch on, it's not going to... And then it'll unlock once when you unlock your phone. <laughs> I'm telling you, every time I try to use my watch, I have to enter that password in. You should be good now. I didn't change anything. He, he just had you change the thing. It was already like that. <laughs> watch this. All right. Hmm? Maybe you're dead, and this is how he found out you have no pulse. Every time I got to use my phone, that password comes on. No matter what. This All is, right. I can't. I can't. I can't. After the podcast, we'll, we'll sit down. We'll sit down we, and figure we, it out. We had a whole topic on the podcast last week about horrible tech support and how long it takes. And now we're, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing the performance did, art version of that. Did you see that story? Speaking of Apple products, you see that story about those people who were on vacation in Japan, and they were on a boat that they had rented, and the boat capsized in the ocean. And uh, great story so far. They, uh, I guess they, like, they all tried to to grab for their cell phones, but only like one, two people were able to gra grab their cell phones. You know, before they sank to the bottom of the ocean. One of them they pulled out, and um, it was destroyed because of the water. And the other one, like, still worked, and they were able to call like nine one one in the ocean, and uh, like the coast guard showed up and saved them all. It's like, I can't imagine being in that situation where. You're dunked in the water, and you're trying to catch your phone before it sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's like makes hey, sense. I need to catch that, otherwise I'm going to die. Where like, were they? What part of the world? Uh, Japan. Off the coast of Japan. So probably pretty cold water. Pacific's cold as it is. Oh man. yeah. Why yeah. is the Pacific colder? Like the water in Los Angeles is way fucking colder than it is in the Atlantic. It's because there's it more uh, ice. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, there's, there's more more surface area to touch it, the ice. It, you know, you might actually be right. Believe it or not, you might be because I don't know for a fact, but the current might go from north to south, so it it comes down. I think directly from the Arctic. I think it goes the. I think the Atlantic not, goes this it, way. The Atlantic, so Florida is catching water from Africa, essentially. So okay, so it's going clockwise. Right. So then, yeah, it would be if it was if it's going clockwise in the Pacific, then that's how. But it would I don't be know flowing. if it is or it's not. So let's ask Jeff to look it up. Jeff, which direction <laughs> does the uh, it's the Pacific flow? Phone. Hold on, I gotta log in to my phone. Since my, my keto's all fucked up, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. We were right. Yeah. Bang. That's you're on the, on the ball broadcast. Oh my god, Jeff! Now that my keto's fucked up, I'm drinking a beer. That's the other thing too. You got to be diligent about keto because if you're not, there's no point. It's like yeah, if you eat, there's no half measure. Eighty grams of fat, and then you think, oh, I'm just gonna cheat on my carbs a little bit. Doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. It work does that not way. work that way. And I already fucked up with these fucking cheese balls. So They're so good though. I'm like I'm resetting. A serving is a third of the container. I'll say this too uh, about the fucking keto thing. I've been doing it since like October, November, whenever. I don't miss a lot of stuff anymore. Like I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of urges that I used to have. I took a bite of something that had sugar in it, and it was like, ah, it was. I felt like I got punched in the mouth. How much weight have you lost since you started doing that? Twenty. I'm down twenty three pounds. But you lost forty lost pounds oh, before that, but then went back up a little bit. I gained about fifteen pounds back. Yeah. But like at my drunkest, fattest, I was two sixteen. And now I'm 171. So whatever that math is. Every time I've lost weight in my life, pounds. it's been because of keto. Mm. When I when I went down to 185 at the call center, that was keto. Really? When I, when I went down the last time, like what 2011, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that was keto then too. So yeah. it's nice to know that I had no impact on you in any way whatsoever. Like you didn't even know about this or care about it. No, it's not that. It's more of I was I never. 
realistically considered diets because I was consuming so much alcohol and I, and I wasn't going to curtail that, that anytime I would look at a diet, I would be like, well, the, the, the liquor is going to blow this out of the water immediately. What's the point? Yeah, so I just figured diets yeah. weren't for me because I was not going to, I was not going to temper my alcohol consumption. Yeah. So it was when I sobered up, I was like, oh, I can finally try diets now. Yeah. And vodka has more calories than you would think. Yeah, it does. It's, but it doesn't it's, have sugar. It's, it's, but it doesn't have sugar. Also, it it's has it, it. The more vodka you drink, the worse your decision making is. Yeah, and that's then it's true. a lot easier. The, yeah, it's not hard to wake up at like nine in the morning the next day and then see an empty sleeve of Oreos and go, "What the fuck happened to those?" I'm looking at mm-hmm. my phone. And you realize oh, I was the only person in the house last night. I guess I happened to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zero grams of carbs in vodka. Really? Mm-hmm. Of course, when you put it in like ginger ale or something. Yeah. You know. Also 100 grams of alcoholic in me, so I can't it doesn't matter. That's true. I shouldn't we shouldn't be But thank you for trying to push me into drinking. Beer. I meant 150 that's, grams that's, of carbs. That's a good friend. I meant 150 <laughs> grams of carbs is what I meant. Oh man, speaking of addiction. Your drink you was always seen, whiskey anyway, Jeff. Are you that's got a ton. It's like what happened there? It's like the it collapsed on itself. Saddest, grossest thing I've ever seen. Have you seen Artie Lang's nose? No. It's it like collapsed. Can you pull up a picture? Can you just Google Artie Lang's nose? You'll know the photo. I think he's standing in court. It, you'll know it because you'll throw up in your mouth. Broadcast. What happened? I think, uh, uh, I think Artie has done, done so much yeah. cocaine in the last few years uh, that his nose collapsed. Which okay. apparently is a thing. And he had to appear in court I see him. to not go to jail. There it is. Yeah. There you go. Look on the big screen. Burn. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, he's in that, that new season of Crashing is coming out on HBO next week, I think. And uh, you know, he's in that. I'm curious to see what he looks like in that show. That's hard for me. That's a sad. That's hard for me to see that. It's a sad. I sad that guy's case. really funny. He's really talented. Really, have you seen Crashing yet? No. He's so good in that. What is Crashing? It's a HBO show. Uh, Pete Holmes. It's like semi autobiographical about him. What? Pete Holmes makes me laugh. It's it's a really good show. People season, hate Pete season three so much. is starting uh, later this month. Isn't it. it the same show as uh? The other one, there's like crashing, and then the other one, which is uh, I'm dying up here, right? I haven't seen that one. I don't oh, okay, yeah. I did read a, a, an interesting critique of Pete Holmes once that I was kind of made me think for a moment. And the person who was probably on Twitter, a struggling comedian, and they said, "How many chances is Pete Holmes gonna get? Yeah, to make it." Well, there's this show I really like called Difficult People. It was a mm-hmm. Hulu show starring Billy Eichner, and uh, it's a fucking great show. Uh, and there was only three seasons, but you should watch it if you get a chance. Uh, and there was one joke in there where the lady, uh, protagonist, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she's, she, her husband comes home and she's just like on the sofa eating a cake and they're like struggling comedians trying to make it in the world in New York. And the husband comes home and he sees her eating this cake and he goes, oh no, sweetie, did Pete Holmes get another chance? (laughs) 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 It's one of the funniest written jokes. (laughs) So great. But it's- And I, and I could totally identify with her. I'm like, oh. (laughs) But there's a certain- section of entertainment like there's a very like a subsection and I think Pete Holmes is in this subsection where you can work for a very long time in comedy if other comedians find you funny yes yeah and there's your comedians comedian your comedians comedian Mark Maron great example of that uh Colin Quinn Colin Quinn yeah. another great example always will be able to work always get stuff done always be able to get like a you know your documentary about comedy stand-up comedy mm-hmm. coming out he'll always be able to get, get a set wherever the fuck he wants mm-hmm. walk in and get it but it's like you're still waiting like what's the difference between Jerry Seinfeld nearly billionaire and Colin Quinn who's been working since remote control is Jerry not a billionaire I think he is he's a billionaire he might be at this point because of syndication. Yeah. He might be. I thought he was even before syndication. He's also got that thing where he's like, mm, he's doing that thing where as, as he gets older, he's like fighting 
the change of time, and it's like eh, maybe just like. <sighs> I was wondering about that because I watch comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, I don't watch it religiously, but I and I only watch the for the people that I find interesting. Um, but I swear he's he's had hair work, right? Because in the latest season, he's got more hair than he did. Would you say a like buzz a noticeable cut. amount? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But Maybe dude, that's why, it. Why wouldn't you do that though? Why, I, mean, I know. I, I I agree. If I had more money than God, I would use that money. To, it all seems like just, Elon Musk it up. They fixed that. Like you can now just get your hair replaced, right. and it. It used to be like there was a hard line or just awful. They had a spray can of shit. Oh, I forgot that about used. that. Yeah. yeah. You know who's probably the best example of that? I mean, Joel Elon. McHale. I was going to say Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk is a good one. But have you ever seen the Joel McHale before and after photos? It's a different person. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell is another great one. Yeah. yeah. Season yeah. one of The Office, he looks like a different dude. And he was on a TV show when he, when he yeah. I think, uh, maybe he changed his hair maybe to make himself look that way. You know, for the first season, I mean. But I think it went the other way. I think it went the other way as well. Yeah. But clean, cleaned up. Why mm -hmm. not? Take the effort and do it. Why not? Uh, here, I'm going to read this. Oh, oh, there you go. That, oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh... Like, that's pretty noticeable. Uh, it looks all the same to me. <laughs> all right, here, let me read this. Uh, I'll remind everyone, this episode of Receive Podcast is also brought to you by The Zebra. It's been reported that Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over $21 billion. Yes, that's $21 billion with a B. That's insane. By, but searching for a better deal can take hours and typically results in a barrage of unwanted spam calls until now, thanks to TheZebra.com. TheZebra.com is the nation's leading car insurance comparison site because it's the only place where you can compare hundreds of policies from all of the top carriers and choose the one that's best for you. Plus, they do not sell your information to spammers, so you won't get all of those unwanted calls or emails. You just answer a few questions on a simple, fast form, and they find you the best rates and coverage in your state. The Zebra has been called the kayak for auto insurance. It's quick, easy, and free. It's just an honest way to compare car insurance quotes from all the top providers all at once. Go today and start saving at thezebra.com slash rooster. That's thezebra.com slash rooster, spelled T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash rooster. It's really super easy, super fast. I tried it out. My insurance agent, who I'd used for years, retired uh, at the beginning of this year. And then when we, I saw we had the Zebra as a sponsor, I thought, why was I using that guy for like 15 years? Like I've never thought to look for another another car insurance quote. Mm. So uh, it was it was good timing. I tried it out, and uh, it's really, really super easy to use. Yeah, so my insurance agent is across the street from our old office, just because my, my insurance agent is, is, is by a house I lived at like 15 years right, ago. Exactly like, right, exactly yeah. right. It's like he was, it was convenient for me back then. I didn't live anywhere near there anymore. I had to switch because our buddy George Yang, that we used to work with as well, uh, I, I was needing insurance, and he said, well, just I'll give you my uh, agent's number. And I said, okay, that's great. So I called her. I'm going to assume with George, it's like a... Like a Asian only place. Asian. I was her only non-Asian client. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and like even when I would call, some of the office staff didn't fully speak English. So yeah. depending on who answered the phone, like one of her assistants, they were like, "Why are you calling? You have the wrong number." And I'm like, "No, I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> I need to talk to Pamela. Please, please. I have to deal <laughs> with something." And uh, so I finally ended up just switching after probably ten years of that. But the last eight years, I've had the the woman right across the street from. The mm -hmm. old Congress office. It's, yeah, it's not weird. Congress, it's, but it's, the South um, Congress. It's just one of those things you don't think about, and, and you just like you pay it. It's just a bill that's like on auto pay or something. Dude, sitting here like, trying to remember, you need it. If I've ever met my agent, right? I think everything that we've ever done has been over the phone or email. Mm -hmm. Try getting a bus insured. Holy fucking shit, that was difficult. That took me about four months of work to find someone, and I had to go through that's like a lot of work. You think you think most places would just do it? I tried it. It was uh, went to. Even got to the point where tried to go through like Geico, tried to go through other insurance companies, 
uh, then ended up going to RV specific places, and they were like, "It's not an RV, it's a bus." And like, it's a it's class. Oh, look, God. I can show you the title. It's classified as an RV. So it was just it was a whole hassle. Finally, Wait, found somebody who would do it, and it. it was my insurance agent down south. I I called her and I said, "I'm I'm just I got to come back around to you because I talked to you first. I just can't get this." She goes, "I'll figure it out," and she did. So that's why I've been with her. She's great. Right. I n- I never thought it would be strange to insure a bus. She also calls me honey. She's got that, uh, like that southern thing. That's the reason right there. She calls me honey, so yeah. makes me feel good. So I'm like, I'll stick around for a while. <laughs> I've got another couple of years. And why not? Yeah. Um, I parked the, I moved the bus. It's got a new location. I saw. Did you it's, see it? It was over there yeah, by, uh, is it okay? Parking lot. You think it's okay where it is? Yeah. Okay. Why? Is there a problem? Just I don't want it to be in the way, you know? You had, you had a problem plugging it in, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. We had a, we had a, we had a thing where Tesla has a promo code. It's a referral code. Okay. I don't put it out. There was a, some Twitch person who put theirs up and asked everybody to use his referral code and got so many people, he got a free car. Like they got gave a free Roadster, I think. A free Roadster. Yeah. The Like the new one coming out that's like it's a quarter, quarter of a million, million dollars. dollars. Yeah. yeah. I should never do It's never been my style to ask for free stuff online, you know, or, or do that kind of stuff. I feel like having Rooster Teeth, having the audience and asking, you know, for subscriptions or like even when we do like a crowdfunding thing, like very precise or extra life is another good example. That's what I'd prefer to ask, like very specific things like that. And we've we've said this before where we don't even ask people to like vote for us for awards. We've done it like once or twice, Couple, I think, yeah. in 15 we, or 16 I think years. we have done it a few times, but not often. It's very precise. But that being said, we have the opportunity to ask people to vote for us in an award about once every two weeks. You know what I mean? Because there's always some award show yep. where they want you to go to your audience because they're basically they just want promoting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're promoting that thing. I just don't like asking for that kind of stuff. But when people have called me and said, hey, I'm going to get a Tesla. Don't you have a referral code? Can I use yours? And like a handful of people did that, uh, including a couple of people at the company who uh, bought one. And uh, I got high enough on some list where they sent me a wall charger an Elon Musk signed wall charger, but I didn't want to install it at my house. It's a black one. Normally, the ones that they sell in the online store are silver. They're the, silver. The, the, the Elon limited Musk edition is, Elon is Musk signed one. And uh, so I said, Matt, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in the place where I am now. I have a feeling you're going to be in your house for a long time here. I'm just going to give this to you, install it at your place. He ended up not doing that. And then when we are all moving into the new office, as a nice gift, he then, because a lot of people like Gus and Jack, like you said, Jordan, Carrie, have Teslas now. Uh, he had, had the wall charger installed on the outside of that building uh, and plugged in like right there. Anyway, this is all leading up to the guy who installed this thing. Uh, electrician is one job that I want to trust the person doing it. Yeah. It's an invisible thing that can kill you, yeah. kill you or set your building on fire. There's so much stuff wrong. Gus had to go through and troubleshoot the Tesla charger and show like the switches the guy had wrong to where it was only putting out 12 amps and it should have been putting out 40 amps. And then mine, when I went to go plug in my bus, he'd put the plug on upside down and John Mace had to flip it back over. So I was saying to Gus, these are all the things we see. Who the fuck knows what else is wrong? That yeah, we can't see behind call. Walls. Yeah. The calamity that's going on behind the panel. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. that. Like, uh, you know, the couple couple of places I've lived at and I've owned. It's like you start to wonder, like, why is this thing done this way? Do you, like, take an electrical plate off? You're like, okay, I can fix this. But now I see there's another problem. That this was the reason that this was this way. Like, it's going to take me a couple hours to fix this. You fix this. Like, oh, now that's uncovered this other problem. It's like you're just, like, pulling at a thread where just, like, one thing leads to another, leads to another. It's kind of like that working with Michael because, you know, he was an, elect- he was an ex-electrician. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, anytime we're doing stuff that revol involves electricity around the office, he'll just be like, go plug that in. He'll go and he'll be like, why the fuck did they? Hold on. He'll start taking stuff apart. And he's like, man, this is really shoddy electrical work. Uh, I, I could, no, that's not my job anymore. Fuck it. It works. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he runs into stuff all the time where he's like, well, that's backwards or that's wrong. And apparently it's just fucking common. Or he might be from that school where the first thing they teach you as a contractor is to walk into somewhere and go, the last guy did this completely wrong. That's right. what every fucking contractor <laughs> says. But is I believe they, it, because every time I, I they're like, oh, something, so, they it's should wrong. not have done it this way. This is all fucked up. Look how they got this routed this way and that way. And you're like, oh, well, this guy knows what he's talking about because he's correcting well, someone else's work. Then two years later, you get somebody else in and they see that guy's working. Like, this guy did everything wrong. It's the first thing everybody well, says. It could also be the uh, code always changes. It's like, yeah, that used to be a code. Now the code's different. Yeah. I feel like they change it all the time just to fucking change it. I actually had a dude when, I think I told the story a while back on our podcast, I don't know if I have told it to you guys, but where my apartment flooded and Millie kept it from me for a while. Yeah. And I had to have my, all my shit fixed. And the guy, when he was fixing it, he came in, he was fixing the plumbing and he did a thing where he goes, this is, is this how they made the whole building? This is bullshit. And I go, what? And he goes, dude, every apartment should be having a flood like yours. This is ridiculous. This place is like, he was like, I would get out of here. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And he's in there fixing it. And then at the end of the, uh, like 20 minutes later, he came to me and goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I was wrong. They had some new stuff I've oh. never seen before. And I figured it out and it's super smart. And I didn't know that this thing worked this way now. And I took pictures of it and I'm going to go tell everybody in my office because this is awesome. Huh. And he goes, this, you're, he goes, I take it back. Your apartment complex is built really well. Wow. Yeah, okay. I was really surprised by that. And I was like, oh, well. He made a point of seeking me out and going, listen, I, I was wrong. That's a rare thing. Yeah. yeah. I did that once. We did a, a, a business deal, and the agent we had at the time was telling us, hey, guess, you know, I really think it's a bad deal. I was like, no, but everything lines up, and it's going to take too long with these other guys, so we're just going to go to this direction. He goes, he goes, well, he goes, it's your guy's choice. He goes, I feel like I've said my piece, and if you want to do it, that way. Of course, the fucking deal, like, went nowhere, fell apart and everything. I called him back, like, six months later. I called the agent back, and I said... Hey, his name. I said, I just, uh, I just wanted to call and tell you that this, the thing from a few months ago that you told us, it didn't work out, and I just want to call and say that you were right. And he goes, "Let me sit down." Like, he was like, <laughs> he goes, "This never happens." He goes, "Nobody ever calls an agent back and says in Hollywood and says, yeah, I was completely wrong. You were right." He goes, "I'm gonna relish this. I'm gonna put my feet up." <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, let me turn the tape recorder on. Play this you, back. Please say that again clearly. Is that your name at the beginning? I was going to say when you were telling that story, I was going to say I've never had the contractor that's come and go. This was amazing work. Yeah. How did this fall into disrepair? They did a great job with this. Never heard that once in my life. Well, I guess if you're calling, like you said, if you're calling someone to look at something, it's already broken. It's already something fucked up about sure. it. You're not calling them to like admire the great work that was done. I know, but it is funny. Like you can have a guy, like I had a guy working on my deck, and then he saw the roof and goes, Your roof's completely fucked up. These guys. You know, and then the roof guy came and was like, your gutters are terrible. It's, like, the, it's just all a big up. racket. They all know each other. It's just a fucking <laughs> circle. But it's like the Tesla referral. They each get referral points when they bring another contractor <laughs> in. They're going to get a free fucking wall charger. Are you guys having a good 2019 so far? I think so. Man, Mine's, it's been busy. Mine's been fucking great. Yeah? I, I, I almost hate to say because there's a new thing like towards the end of the year when everyone's like, I just have to get out of this year. It's been the worst year ever. Maybe I only just see that stuff. And so... And I know I certainly stay quiet when people are saying how horrible things are going. I don't like to say, I'm, I'm doing great. Everything's fine. But yeah, 20, I'm so fucking jazzed about 2019 all across the board. I'm did super you, excited. How did you feel about 2018? I felt, I felt fine. I was 2018 fine. Was, a, was a difficult year, like, 
personally. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a really good year personally for me. But it was like professionally the best year of my life. I'm th- I'm hoping 2019 is better in all fronts. It's starting off really well. We've s- Achievement Hunter has been super slammed already. And you're you're going out. We're of going town to, we're doing soon. a tour in Australia in like four days. We and it's like it's it's no joke. We do the community event the day we land. Like there's not a oh. moment off. Yeah. Um, That's brutal. And we're still filming. Like, we're doing a bunch of, like, filming stuff to have Michael and Lindsay so they can kind of participate in it. And we're, we've been so busy because we just filmed, like, all of the clubhouses for Season 2 of Haunter this week. Um, I'm filming something with you guys tomorrow, actually. Oh, sort yeah. Of a promo yeah. thing. Oh, are uh, you going to be in that? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I said yeah. And, uh, um, but it feels like every day there's been, like, of 2019 thus far, every day there's been, like, a holy shit, we got to get this done immediately. It's already late. Kind of, like, we're starting. I feel like we're starting off, like, one foot b- behind. But we've hit the ground running. It's, it's, I'm scared to see how, how I feel at the end of 2019 if it stays this yeah. busy. You got to make the the sexy Jeff calendar for 2020. <laughs> People want a second round of the Gus calendar. No, no, they want. And they, I, think they, they, for they, Jeff. I think that they, I think, you're, you're I think the, they deserve the it. You've ever been in. You've deprived the people. <laughs> I'm gonna be in even better shape too. My. Uh, By the time you shoot the calendar, you working out now? No, no, fuck no. That was never but, your thing. Uh, never my thing. Um, I, I'm riding doing. Bikes? I'm still walking and bike riding a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I started this thing. <laughs> There's this video I watch all the time. I'll say it. This is gonna sound weird the way I say it. There's a little Asian girl, and yep. there's a uh, this <laughs> video right. I watch all the time where she does like a hundred day push up challenge. All oh, right. And she's like got like she's like the rock by the end of it, doing like one arm push ups and shit. And uh, and I'm like, I want to be like that little Asian girl. So I my, my New Year's resolution was to do push-ups every day for a year. Like, why do a 100-day challenge? I'm going to do a 365-day challenge. Then the other day I thought, I've never seen anybody do the million push-up challenge. I'm going to start that. I'm going to create the mil- – I'll do a YouTube channel. I'll do it for Rooster Teeth to create the million push-up channel- challenge. It's like, you can do a million push-ups in a year, right? No. No, you can't. No. It's, uh, it's like two every minute <laughs> for a year. <laughs> Man, Trevor and I did the math. So I'm just going to do a bunch of push-ups instead. Two every minute for a year. Yeah. A lot of push-ups. There aren't as many minutes in a year as you think. No, no. Well, there was the stat that always boggled my mind. I'm gonna get it wrong, I know, which is the difference between a million and a billion. And if you wanted to count count to a million or at one second intervals, mm-hmm. it would take you about two weeks to count to a million. Yeah. If you want to count to a billion, it would take you about 40 years. Yeah. Because it's just the math on a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Did you guys see that vi- that YouTube channel where the guy said Gucci Gang a million times? No, for no. charity. For, well, as long as it's for charity. Millie watched it. He yeah. did it for. It was like it took him uh, like two weeks of just saying Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I don't know what that is. He would do it for like eight hours at a time. It was a song. It was a really popular song by a guy named Lil Pump, I believe. Was it Lil Pump? Lil Pump that did Gucci Gang. Or was it Pump Lil? Uh, and uh, yeah, you don't know the Gucci Gang song? No, it was a huge song last year. Sorry, dude. Yeah. And a uh, shark. It's like mumblecore, mumble rap, that shit, like Cardi B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, here's Or like, it. who's, the, who's I've the only kid seen that, the, the meme version of it. Who's I've the, seen, seen that on social media a thousand times. Who's the dickhead who died of a drug overdose? Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. Lil, the other one? Yeah. Like, David they Bowie? hit the same kind of music, yeah, that kind okay. of thing, yeah. And David Bowie, by the way, did not die of a drug overdose. Who did? No, you, <laughs> I, just, no, no, no. I was throwing out names. I said David Bowie. Oh. So, David Bowie did not die. He did not die of a drug overdose. To our knowledge. Yeah, I feel like that happened. That's been happening a lot lately. Like guys in that scene, like young people who are musicians. It seems like drug overdoses have come back. Like yeah, you're, you're, they're back in vogue. We're seeing that a lot more than I feel like we'd seen it for a while. What was it? The, st- the stat I read the other day that Americans are more likely to die from an opioid overdose than from a car accident now. Oh, is it true? I saw that too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I saw that too. Yeah, it's like a, that's sad, a fucking crisis, dude. Yeah, that is a fucking for, crisis for uh, for the state. That's Stats in. are weird, though. Also, that's a lot of people dying in cars. 
It's a lot of people dying cars. Yeah. It's like when they called the the deer is the most dangerous animal in America because it causes the most fatalities of people. Mm. Because of car accidents. Also right, deer know. ticks. Also deer ticks. What are you, Daryl Hall? That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Daryl Hall. <laughs> Were you? I was, whenever I think of deer ticks and Lyme, Lyme disease, is yeah. that what you're thinking of? I always think of the girl that was on the real world, Seattle, who had Lyme disease. Mm. Eric's laughing. Eric remembers that girl. That was a, that was like the train wreck of a season. If I recall correctly, it would have been really interesting if that happened today. She got in an argument with one of the guys in the house. I want to say his name was David. And she was leaving the house, and he hit her in the face. Oh, slapped, yeah. He slapped her in the face on TV. Do you remember how he that did was, that? Was though? that in San Francisco? He opened, he opened the car door. He ran to the... She was leaving. Yeah, she was in a taxi, right? Opened you can't the hear car your door, yeah. hit her, and then closed it. She drove away. Was that yeah. the real world San Francisco? That was Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Damn. He threw her bear in the water or something like that? I forget. So fucking long ago. So fucking long ago. 31 years. I did my calculation years. About 31 years to count to a billion. 31 years? Yeah, 31 years to count to a billion. So a year to a million, 31 to a billion. No, two, two weeks. weeks two weeks million. to a million, 31 yeah. years to a billion. 11 days to get to a million. How yeah. much to count to Jeff Bezos' net worth? Net worth? Pre or post divorce? Would you say, how, how long did you say? 30 years? Three years? What'd you say? Yeah, 30, 31, 31 years. 31 years to do a billion times what? 65? Yeah, long time. 30. Think about that. If you had, if you had to count, uh, if they uh, said uh, just start now, start counting. We'll give you a dollar for every number you get. However, how you get, that's how many dollars we'll give you. How far would you make it? Like, would you? I mean, like would, without stopping, without sleeping, or well, anything? like you get to five million. You have five million dollars. That's enough. But you've spent like ten weeks. Already, ten weeks? Would that be ten weeks? If well, you yeah. said eleven, 11, yeah. 11, yeah. 11 so you days. Yeah, ten million. Dollar? You're like you know, you're like spending months on this. At what point? But you know the next second you just make another dollar if you just keep it going. You know what I mean? That seems like it would be like some kind it's of all like, about endurance. Some kind of fable, right? Million dollars, you know? but you gotta count it. Some moral lesson. And it's like <laughs> you never can spend the money because you can't give up the greed. Can't spend it till you count the whole thing. Right. Yeah. You just sit there and count it. I always thought about that. I remember when they were stopping friends and they were all making twenty two million dollars a year. It's like or a million bucks an episode, essentially. It's mm -hmm. like, how do you like not Make a million dollars for two or three days work. How do you how do you stop that? Do you remember the first people to make a million dollars an episode? Was, I don't think it was them. Wasn't it friends? No, I think it was mad about, about you, you, right? Helen, it Hunt, was Paul, and Paul Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser were the first people to make a million dollars an episode. Wow. And then very soon after that the friends cast it. Yeah, it's so weird too because like mad about you doesn't show up in like anyone's classic it's, it's sitcoms, not even syndication. It it was, you, you couldn't watch. It that. was such a. There was another thing that was such a big deal about Mad About You, which was that Bruce Willis did guest spots on it, and that was a huge deal back then for a movie star to be on TV. Mm -hmm. And before it was obviously before Twenty Four and all that stuff. But that show at at it, the height of its popularity, and it's funny you, you mentioned that because I think about Mad About You a lot. It was easily the most popular show on television, yeah. and it was a big fucking deal, and everybody loved it. And there was the whole thing about Helen Hunt and Hank Azaria being on it together, and they were married, and that whole thing. And then that show went off the air, and uh, and they did it. that trade off with Seinfeld, where Jerry took over the house, or the apartment from Paul Reiser, and then it's like it never existed. Mm -hmm. I think about this with books a lot. Like, what is it that makes something endure time? Like I was, I was, uh, I was watching Fletch a while back. I was showing it to Millie. I was, uh, she was homesick, and I thought we'd have like a comedy education day. So I showed her Fletch. She fucking loved it. And I was reminded that it's a novel, so I bought the Fletch novel and I read it. And then there's like ten of them. It was like a book series. And so I was reading about it, and it was one of the only, no it was the first novel ever to win this prestigious award. I don't remember which one it is. It wasn't a. Uh, 
uh, it wasn't like a Nobel Prize or anything, but uh, Nobel Prize or not one. What's the other one? Not Nobel. I get them confused. Uh, a Caldecott Medal? No, the other Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Uh, but it won this award, and then the the sequel won the award again the next year, and it's the only time in history it had ever been done. And it hit. It was like reading about it in the seventies, in early to mid eighties. It was like. A phenomenon, a cultural phenomenon. Everybody read the Fletch books. Everybody was excited about them when they came out. They weren't standing in line in costumes like mm -hmm. Harry Potter, but it was like a big fucking deal. And I went to buy them all, and I couldn't even get them all on Amazon because they weren't all available. Hmm. Um, so I was able to buy them used and stuff, but I had to do like some piecemeal to, to get them. And, uh, and I haven't read them all. I've only read a few. They're whatever. But nobody remembers that. You, you can, I guarantee you, you can buy, walk into a bookstore in Austin and buy more than one of those books probably mm -hmm. and it's like it never mattered but at a time it was like a cultural, a cultural phenomenon, yeah. cultural phenomenon right. for 10 15 years and for some reason we still read jd salinger but we don't read gregory mcdonald's flesh books yeah. like, i didn't even know who the, the name of the author yeah why is that you. why does that one not endure when it had all that popularity and other stuff does Mad About You is a great example. Or that show, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was a big Wings. fucking show. No, I would say Wings Endured a little bit that had, uh, what's his face, Richard Lewis and uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis. And they had that sitcom where they were in love, and that was a huge sitcom too. Yeah, that vaguely rings a bell, but I can't remember. And I it. bet Gus looks like he's looking it looking up. It up. But, uh, so I can put this in perspective because I just watched... Uh, anything I, But Love? I, mm -hmm. Anything But Love, yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. I was watching, uh, having JD watch... Movies that he hadn't seen because I was realizing all the movies they kind of missed out on. Yeah, that he just why would he have seen them because they were made way before he was born. Like we just watched the 1980 Flash Gordon. It held up surprisingly well. Great like, fucking movie. It was campy at the time, but like the effects and everything, it's like it, it did okay. You know, because we're I think we're watching it in 4K. But oh. as part of it, we watched uh, um, the Matrix, and then he was like, he was like, oh yeah, because he kind of saw him as a kid, kind of remembered it. So he watched. It, he goes, yeah, that was great. He goes, and there's two more of them. And Ashley and I both went, no, nah, don't, don't worry about it. You know, it's like. <laughs> but then I watched Rachel's Reloaded. I haven't gotten to the third one yet. And I, I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking like, if those Matrix sequels had been any good, like, like had done pretty well, they probably would still be making Matrix movies every couple of years. Oh yeah, like yeah. Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. But it was just like they just made two sequels. That were either too heady or too philosophically inaccessible to broad audiences, and people just didn't care about it anymore. But why does that property not get to continue? Because I've right, there, there, there been, that's there, there in, been a lot of talks about like rebooting it or starting over. That's a great example of, uh, and there's all those stories about how they didn't really write the first Matrix, and that's why two and three were shitty. I think and, they threw that out. Uh, they threw that, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know if any of that shit's true. That's yeah. just what I remember reading about. But a uh, woman sued him. Another another example of where that went right would be Mission Impossible. Came out around the same time. First Mission Impossible movie yeah. was super successful. The second one, the John Woo one, did fucking terribly. It was panned. You and I saw it together. I remember you and me and Manny Arroyo and a couple other people from TNI. Mm -hmm. We saw it together at uh, Metropolitan, mm -hmm. which is gone, I think now. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. And uh, um, the Barton Creek Center was gone. I think they bulldozed that fucking building, wow. which is another weird I thing. I never go down that, there. Yeah. I remember when they built that theater and it was new. It was, and it was like brand new. A yeah, nice theater in Austin for a while. Uh, but Tom Cruise just announced that there's a new Mission Impossible coming in 2021 and 2022, I think. I thought it was 2020 or and 2020 2021. Or 2020 and 2021. That, they still get to go, but Matrix doesn't. Well, I mean, they, they to, to that point, the second one was not very good, but then the third one was phenomenal. Third one was phenomenal. So, I mean, they, third Matrix was? The third uh, Mission, Impossible. Mission Impossible. Got it. So was they bounced phenomenal. back really quickly. But the fourth one and the fifth one weren't very good. I, uh, like, they still get to make them, though. What was the fourth one? Was that Ghost Protocol? That was the first one with Simon Pegg. What was the fourth one? 
It was the, the first one. The fourth one was the one where you had to walk down the, the hallway and they had to be invisible and they had the shield stuff. I don't remember what it was called. I, th um, I, thought, I thought they were all good. The only one I'm really not crazy about is Ghost Protocol. The but I thought latest one was phenomenal. Rogue Nation and Fallout were um, Rogue Nation. Together. I was like, eh. Rogue you know Nation. I loved Rogue Nation. It was my Fallout favorite until Fallout came out. Um, you know what's funny though to me about Mission Impossible is the people I associate with that franchise. First and foremost, Mission Impossible. I think of Tom Cruise. Yes. Second person I think of. Who's the second person you think the of? The second person you think of. I'm gonna guess. Yes. Is Emilio Estevez. He's in it for five minutes. I don't know why, but I think you think of Emilio I'm Estevez. I'm obsessed with Emilio Estevez in the first Mission Impossible because it was like they made a big deal about him being in the cast and he dies in the first five minutes. Yep. And then it goes on to become this gigantic fucking franchise. I would say He's gotta be pissed about that. He has to be. I would say for me it's probably Ving Rames or Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin's phenomenal in those. Ving Rhames been around all the, the throughout. Ving Rhames yeah. wasn't in one of them, though. That's another one. He was just not in that he, fourth yeah, or fifth movie. One, yeah. yeah, so bizarre. But, and, and and you could also make the argument that Mission Impossible was an existing franchise. It was a television show yeah. in the 60s. It, it was, it was but kind nobody of dead, but, yeah, that watched then, those yeah. movies Great knew that. Great fucking theme song, dude. Remember that. Yeah. That Mission Impossible theme song is fucking great. Yeah, it it's really is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hokey stuff in it, too, that I just, like... That's staples of the Mission Impossible franchise, like the, well, they even start the making, message itself destructs. I always find that so hokey, but, but I still they start making fun of it now. It's like, what y'all are playing like Halloween with all these masks, and right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was super cool in the '60s, and now were, we still hold on. To were it. the masks a big deal in the '60s, the show, or was it just like something they could pull off for the movie? No, I think they did. They did it in the show too. I can't distinguish the Avengers and Mission Impossible. In my head, they're the same TV show. You're talking the, like the, the old the British, Avengers? British yeah. Avengers and yeah. Mission Impossible, and also I'll throw in Wild Wild West. Like those three shows, obviously very different, but it's like the same show in my head. I couldn't tell you which one one from the other. Dude, I don't, cast is all the same. Everything. I don't like that Avengers show because you can relate to this, Jeff. We grew up as comic book kids, yeah, and we were just waiting for them to make anything decent. They made the Batman movies, and that was great. And we had like one Superman movie from the seventies, you know. But that it was, was a made-for-TV Captain America movie oh in, God. like, 1982. I remember that. It was a Roger Corman Fantastic Four. It was a Roger Corman Fantastic Four. <laughs> Go back and watch that one. Although, yeah. it's not like they made better Fantastic Four movies since then. Sure. They're really trying to make that... That's a weird team of superheroes. Like, we were talking last week on the podcast, Chad and I were talking about Mysterio being in the new Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, wondering on when we recorded on Monday... Do you think they'll put the fishbowl on his head? They do. I don't know what ha I don't know what happened. They I, like it was a weird coincidence. We talked about it on Monday, Tuesday morning. The trailer comes out. Was it Jake Gyllenhaal? Right? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Which is like you know, it's kind of weird already. Yeah, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal is a weird dude. Yeah. And uh, you ever seen Nightcrawler? I've not seen it's it. Good. I've, seen I've it. not seen it. I've heard good things. And the new movie by the Nightcrawler people that's starring him. I saw the trailer for that yesterday. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was called though. Like Velvet Butterfly or something weird like that. What was it? Velvet Buzzsaw looks really interesting. Okay. It's another weird Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I also don't like him. Why not? I don't know. I, I like him just fine. It bugs I, me. I, it bugs me how much people rag on Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like, there's some people who just really don't like her. I don't get that either. I also people like, I think she's really pretty. I don't know why people straight. always I think are, like, insulting about her looks. I think she's really... Uh, I, it, Maggie, if you're out there... <laughs> Jeff Single, the, the guy who normally put sits in a good in that word with your brother. He's one hundred and was seventy one pounds now. One hundred seventy one pounds of uh, pure Jeff Ramsey. You yeah. can take him in a fight, Maggie. S sarcasm and poor wit. <laughs> That's all I am. Um, here, I'm gonna read this other thing. People are bitching about spoilers in that in that Spider Man trailer though, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. 
Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of Received Podcast is also brought to you by Ring. Ring's mission is to make neighborhoods safer. You probably have seen their smart video doorbells and cameras to protect millions of people everywhere. Ring helps you stay connected to your home anywhere in the world. So if there's a package delivery or surprise visitor, you get an alert, and you'll be able to see, hear, and speak to them all from your phone. Ring video doorbells can be hardwired or run off a battery, so you can add a ring just about anywhere. I actually just recently installed a uh, ring doorbell myself that I purchased, and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. It only took a few minutes. Uh, Just for you, we have a special offer on a ring starter kit available right now. With a video doorbell and motion-activated floodlight cam, the starter kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. Just go to ring.com slash teeth. That's ring.com slash teeth. The ring starter kit can give you the peace of mind you need when you're away from your home. Protect yourself and your home with the Ring Starter Kit. Get it now at ring.com slash teeth. That's ring.com slash teeth. Look, I read all three. That was great. You did, you guys, did you did job. great. You did a really fantastic job. I did a good job. Would you ever consider coming in and doing a guest ad read on Off Topic? Sure, I'll do it okay, whenever you want. Sweet. I'll, 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 Thank you. I'll say whatever you want. Just do the re-recordings. That they have to do. <laughs> every, just re-record all mine. Of every single ad they ever have to read. So I pulled this up. Do you know who that is? That's uh, George, George Clooney. Clooney and the guy from Mad Curb Enthusiasm. He's from uh, Mad About You. Yeah. No, the guy. That's not the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm. You're thinking about. Uh, no, no, he's also in Curb. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah he okay. Is. He is. Uh, uh, so he's in the, he's in the golf Dave. episodes. He's, Super he's, he's he, he, Super Dave's dead. Bob Einstein. But by the way, I didn't learn until he died that he's Albert Brooks's brother. I didn't know that either. It's like what a weird. What a, there was. Uh, that's how I found <laughs> Are out. Are you about, fucking serious? Albert Brooks's real name is Albert Einstein. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> He's so much funnier than Albert Brooks. <laughs> yeah, I lo- I grew up. I don't know about you. Didn't like you. defending your life. Albert Brooks is funny. I've never seen defending your life as an adult, so I don't know. You like Good Place? Yeah, I Good do. Place I do. I know. A lot of and inspiration. From- Albert Brooks is another one of those dudes. To talk about comedians, comedian. There is not a comedian or comedic actor over the like forty who doesn't worship Albert Brooks in much the same way people feel about Gary. Especially Shanley. comedy writers. Yeah, people yeah. fucking love Albert Brooks, and I'm I I don't I just am ignorant of him because he was popular when I was a kid. Like guys like Dudley Moore and Albert Brooks, I remember them because my mom was into him, but I don't remember anything about him. Yeah. Um, but I fucking love Bob Einstein. That dude was awesome. So, Super Dave was the shit when I was a kid. I, I, you would be a tough sell for you to tell me that Super Dave is funnier than Albert Brooks. When Albert you're Bro- fucking ten years old and Albert Brooks is doing heady god humor, and you watch Super Dave get blown up by a rocket, it's way funnier to a ten year old. It's like, like watching Wiley Coyote yeah. in real life with a dummy. <laughs> with a very clear that makes it even funnier. You know, do you see the ragdoll? Where did you first see him? Uh, Letterman. Letterman. Okay, yeah. I first saw him on a. There was a Showtime talk show. I remember that Bizarre. as well. Bizarre. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. No. What was that show with the guy that hosted that? Whatever happened He would to that have thing? specials and stuff on like HBO or Showtime. I remember that. He reminded me like an American Benny Hill a little bit. A little bit. But this guy in the picture that I showed you is Richard Kind. And he was on Mad About You. Yeah, Richard Kind. That's his and name. He, he has one of my favorite stories of all time because he's apparently really good friends with George Clooney. They used to live together when they were broke actors. And George Clooney is, he's got a trait that I love, which is he likes to play practical jokes. I think practical jokes, well thought out ones. Not just like walking up and slapping somebody. Well thought out practical jokes are a, such a sign of affection to me. Like you care so much, you're gonna like do something over a long period of time to torture someone. Thank you for saying that. Why? Because <laughs> I agree. When I, I I torture people with jokes and practical jokes and stuff, and it's because I love them dearly. It's true. Yeah. And the people that you don't care about, you just ignore. Yeah. Right. I I, I agree. It's the only. Way, it's how I show affection. Then you'll appreciate this. Richard Kind, when he lived with George Clooney, you, you probably already know the story. He had a cat. And so George Clooney woke up every day for a month at four in the morning before anybody else was awake, went down, took the cat poop out of the kitty litter box and took it outside and threw it away. 
like in a public trash can, so that nobody would know. <laughs> and so Richard Kind was like, eventually said, my cat's not using the litter box, but it's not using it anywhere else. And he's worried about his cat, but they were broke actors, so he's like, I'm gonna take it to the vet or whatever. So after a month of that, George Clooney paid off the joke by woke up at four in the morning, went to the litter box, and took a huge dump in it. <laughs> and Richard Kind freaked out about his cat taking a human-sized poop. And I just love this, like, once again, nearly billionaire, or you might be a billionaire now with that fucking tequila company, George Clooney, just imagine him starting off his career, he's huddled over. Dumping it up a kitty litter box. He made a ridiculous amount of money just out of those Nest Cafe commercials. Did you hear the story about the- That tequila brand is, he made, that he brought that tequila brand up to a billion dollars of valuation in four years, dude. That's crazy. Four, what is it, Trace Amigos or something? Did you hear what he did with all of that Nespresso money from when he started, the reason he did that? No. This, this I already made weird. some like ten he, million dollars. The reason he started doing the espresso uh, ads, he took all that money and used it to fund a satellite that stayed over South Sudan to monitor war crimes and people in the area. And like he would do the Nespresso commercials just to pay for a satellite. That's a better human being than I am. It's like that's unbelievable that yeah. uh, and, like to have that level of influence and wealth. Where you think like, the brand would like try to push that as much as possible? Kudos to you, Mr. Clooney. That's true. Yeah. I will, I will, I will, I, I'm not that, I'm not that good. <laughs> Nor will I, I never would have thought that. Like, who, who's like, man, I, w I wonder if I could pay for a satellite to, like, sit in a region and just keep an eye on things and make sure everyone's okay. I also, Nescafe is one of those things that I grew up as a kid thinking it was trash. Like, just not fancy. Like, it just, I remember. We're talking Nescafe, like, uh, instant coffee? Yeah, like, that This is the same thing. It's not the same thing. Nespresso is it's like, like a uh, fancy Keurig. Exactly. Nespresso, right? right. No, Dust, no, you fucking nailed it. I yeah. know it is because when I was in Amsterdam, there was a Nespresso store, and when I was at the in Paris recently on the Champs Elysees, there's a Nespresso store, and you walk in and the machines are like a thousand dollars. And the displays very expensive. are gorgeous though, because all but, the different pods. Yeah, they have like eighty five thousand different pods. And they're all they're Who all, the all yeah, they're K pods too. Yeah. it's like. But I remember Nespresso and Nescafe as a kid being like. Shit that you would see next to Folgers. Nespresso and Nescafe are two very different things. I remember them both, though, I swear. Maybe I'm getting it wrong in my head. Usually it's the Nest that's throwing you off. It might be the Nest, but Nest, yeah. You're right, Nescafe was an instant coffee brand. It's not I'm the same not, That must be what I'm thinking of. Not the same Because thing. I feel like I remember Nespresso I would, as well. I would always get Nescafe confused with the international flavors. What was it? The, oh. That can where it's like all the, the foreign coffee what or whatever. Yeah. I think it was called International Flavor. International it, Delight. International. It's not International Flavors. What was the... Uh, yeah. Do we still have it? What was that drink that we discovered that we Postum. had never heard of him? Was it? Or Postum? Postum. And it was like an alternative to coffee that was popular in the 30s, but then coffee just won out. It was like a buck. Have, have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of this? No. Yeah. And they still sell it to this day. We Does were it able have to caffeine? We were able to order it off Amazon and everything. No, it's just like a hot, like brewed like, drink. Is it malt? I, I think it's it was. malt. Is it good? We tried it. It wasn't bad. Hmm. Wasn't it, bad. It's, it's like coffee. But it doesn't have the caffeinated properties of coffee. I don't, I don't think so. Let, let me help no you out with something. Do you out. like to go to the coffee shop to get your coffee? Is that yeah. what you like to do? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do it whatever. I don't care. I like, I'm, I, like, he was talking shit about Starbucks. Starbucks is fine. I don't care. At I, all. But I do prefer, I'm really big into supporting local business and helping local entrepreneurs. Um, uh huh. And, or like frequenting those places. Yeah. Uh, like I do all my grocery shopping at Fresh Plus. Because it's a local chain, as opposed to where is there a Fresh Plus in downtown? There's one at Clarksville, yeah. like on West, on West. Yeah, yeah, like right over by where Nows is oh, and okay. like Zocalo. That Cafe was when I was lived on West Campus. 
Yeah. In college, there was Fresh Plus was all we had. So I do the majority of my grocery shopping there. I also have to go to Whole Foods for like some stuff. Or but HEB is local. HEB is local, but I'm just not close. HEB is actually the furthest away from where I live. It's big. It's, um, it's like it's weird. It's, something gets actually, big. It's, fucking, it's, it's not Austin local. It's Texas it's local. It's Texas local. Trader Joe's is winning me over too with how fucking cheap it is. God That's damn, definitely dude. not local. I bought I bought dinner and a, an entire week of lunch for Millie the other day at, for $22. That's like, that doesn't get you a steak at Whole Foods. Um, <laughs> so that didn't get you in the door. It's the cover charge. Yeah, I know. The, the cover charge is $25. Whole Foods. God damn. Whole Foods is ridiculous too. It's like, I, I do like some of the stuff at Whole Foods, but then occasionally I just like, I want like a Coke, Diet Coke. Yeah. And Whole Foods they just is great repeat. until you need batteries or <laughs> yeah. any kind of usable cleaner or, yeah. you know, sandwich bags. Also, Whole Foods, now that they have the the Amazon integration, you know, you all the Prime member, if you're a Prime member, you get discounts and yeah. stuff. Uh, and they have the scanner for you. But the, I don't know what it's like in the other Whole Foods, but the downtown main branch where I go, because it's close to where I live, uh, your phones suck in there, and I spend 15 minutes in front of the thing going, like, just load, just load, just load, right. just load. And the, the people are always like, you should just take a picture of it with your phone and then just show us the picture. And most people do that. There's shit service in here. They acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody is like, I normally, I normally open it before I get there. That yeah. way it's refreshed. And you don't talk about up. that, right? Yeah. It's like you just like, and they have Wi Fi. Ah. You also have Wi Fi. You can connect to the Wi Fi. Mm -hmm. It helps out. It, except it doesn't work like an it aisle five. It doesn't work great. Yeah. I've done that too. They're tracking yeah. your purchases if you do that. They got you on the grid, being identified. Then they're going to see what you look like 10 years ago and now. They actually yeah. used that against a guy in court. What? Remember that? A uh, guy fell in a supermarket and sued. And they used his uh, club card. They could track all of his purchases. And they in court, they were like, you buy a lot of alcohol, Mr. Jones. Why do you? Mm. I just, Mr. Jones being, it wasn't Michael. Why did you <laughs> ask about me where I buy coffee? Oh, uh, because I was going to circle back to something. Now that you said the local business thing, I've steered away from it hard. Oh, uh, okay. But it's, you could probably do it with like chameleon coffee, but I, I get the Starbucks cold coffee in the fridge. Yeah, the cold brew. And I just, I nuke it for like a minute and it's, it's better than the coffee I make in my pot. Honestly. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh. the other thing too is I'm really sensitive to Jeff drinking coffee because he's taken one suggestion from me his entire life. One suggestion. He bought a coffee pot because I suggested it and it broke. So I like when Jeff talks about coffee, I get like yeah. a pang of guilt. Yeah. I got a lemon. I got a, a, a lemon coffee maker from you. That's okay though. It was an Alexa driven <coughs> I'm coffee it work. maker. It just doesn't. It's an Alexa one. What's wrong with it? It just doesn't it's make the, coffee. It only the only one immediately. Oh, oh, that's right. I yeah. think we talked about it's this. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Which I had the experience because Reisinger was watching my place when I was gone for a while. And he was, I think it was Reisinger, he was trying to make coffee, and I kept getting this alert on my phone because it's a Wi-Fi mm -hmm. Alexa coffee maker. Totally necessary in today's high, you know, pace lifestyle. Um, but uh, he kept getting the alert that it was over temperature, over temperature, and I never heard of it, and, and this is the problem that Jeff has. So I called, I think it was John. I called him and I said, what are you doing to the coffee pot right now? What are you doing? He said, I'm trying to put water in. I go, are you using cold water or using hot water? And he said, hot water. I said, you fool. You fool. <laughs> I, I, it works for me with both. <laughs> it fucks up with both. But the Starbucks stuff, I like that. Oh. So get a get a cold coffee, put it in your fridge, and then you'll be fine. And, and then I don't have, have to it. live with the guilt of this coffee maker that you got. I, I feel like when when coffee places sell that cold brew, they're trying to have it both ways, though. What? They, they, they always put that on the label. They're like, it's the whatever cold brew. You can also drink it hot. Like, fuck you. <laughs> make, make up your mind. What are you selling me? Are you selling me cold coffee or are you selling me hot coffee? Dude, I listen. We have totally different approaches to eating and drinking, you and I, because I came into the office today and I hit my eating window and they had tacos from like nine in the morning, 
yeah. who brought him in? Andrew yeah. brought him in. I think it was Andrew. And so I just ate the egg and the bacon out of the middle of the taco, and I thought it's like it was like 3 p.m. that yeah. I'm doing this, and it's like they were ta- they've been sitting on the counter for six or seven hours, but it's like I just don't give a shit. Like I even wake a pot of coffee, I'll go the next day. The pot of coffee is still sitting there from yesterday, and I just warm that up in the microwave and drink that. Dude, I, I'm such care. a bitch about that. I actually, last night, if I open my fridge and I smell anything that doesn't smell fresh, like I'm like, I open my, and I got a whiff, I'm like, that doesn't smell right. I threw everything in the fridge away. Because then I start thinking, like, I'll find the contaminated thing or the thing that went bad, but then I think, like, it's in a box, just traveling, germs traveling right. around in the box the whole time. Or it's like mold spores. Or mold, yeah, it's like, it's, like I, it's all, it's all gotta, be, it's all gotta go. It's, it's, and I'm sure all, I th- I'm sure I threw away a ton of totally fine food last night, but I was so grossed out by the idea that it could, was too close in proximity, the bad stuff, to the good stuff, that I just mm-hmm. had to get rid of it all. I so, found some, some dampness in my fridge the other day and I started freaking out. It's like, why is, why is this wet? You should absolutely like, where did freak that out. come from? That's not right. That's yeah. not, it wasn't made that way. Mm-mm. Didn't start out that way. I didn't make it that way. No, you didn't. Mm-mm. I can always tell you, can, you, and I know you're looking for a place. I've heard you're in the desperately the, trying to buy a house. House, I was like, you know, I had a perfect place that I held on to and rented to Ezra for like a year, and that had been a great place. It was done in Zilker. Yeah, like, I never saw it. Heard about it. No roundabouts where it is. I would have loved it. It just said it would have been perfect for you because it was just one bedroom too short for me and the boys. I only need two bedrooms, and you only need two. Yeah, so, yeah. But uh, I guess to say that you can tell the difference. Between somebody who's been a homeowner and somebody who hasn't, when you make the comment, does anyone else hear running water? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. running water, be like, I don't know, do it. Is it running water? And a homeowner be like, is there, is is there water running? Water? Is it right now? Do you hear it? Because water running is like the worst sound if you're a homeowner. It's basically the foundation of your house is being slowly eaten away by some leak somewhere. God, or, or, or something is, like, is rotting right, right now as, right. You're, as you're sitting here. It's kind of the re- the reverse of like every time you you say it, you get a dollar. Every time you count up, you get a dollar. It's <laughs> yes. like every second that passes that you don't find that leak, you're losing a dollar. Yeah, yeah it's, it and it's it's it adds up so fucking oh, quickly, God. so fucking quickly. Yeah, it does. Did I ever tell you anything that happened? Ezra was living in my yeah. place. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I got a really like eighteen hundred dollar <laughs> water bill. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Run down there in the middle of the night because he was you go back and forth to LA and I walk in the front door and I hear water running and I go in the first floor toilet is just running and I just went like this jiggle and stopped at eighteen hundred dollars. You saved yourself eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, or yeah, or it's like I could have been saved eighteen hundred dollars. Someone just gone jiggle like that, but it didn't matter because Ezra was like Ezra was like don't sweat. I'll just call the city of Boston and take it off. I'm like yeah, fuck, good luck with that. And he did. You yeah. can't. <laughs> it's impossible. Like, I, no one ever does that. Here's, here's, here's how. Here's how that went too. Ezra's like. I think I probably know a guy. That motherfucker knows a guy every. He's like Danny DeVito in Always Sunny. He's got a guy for everything. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. One time when I was living in an apartment, the my electricity bill was normally like seventy or eighty bucks. One month I got a bill for like eight hundred bucks. I was like, well, that's obviously not right. And I called the city. They would not do anything about no. it. Yeah. They were like, no, nope, you. You, you used eight hundred dollars worth of electricity. Like, that is impossible. Yeah. There is no way I used eight hundred dollars worth of electricity. What is your electricity bill every month? Um, I mean, are you talking about electricity or the utility bill? Because the utility bill is like whatever. Everything. City of Austin, your bill. The you guys. city of Austin utilities probably one sixty. You're yeah, how? My, how? When I was living at the at the <laughs> the old house, pre like uh, it was like three fifty a month. Yes, I I it's like I always heard about that. People like, oh, my electricity bill is about one hundred fifty bucks a month. I'm like, I haven't. That would be like hallelujah. The clouds. Do would you part. have a uh, gas heat or electric? I, I've lived in so many different houses. My electricity bill is always like right around four hundred bucks a month. And like in utility, the summer, general utility bill. There were months like when Gavin or Ben would stay with me, and um, and they'd be out in the studio. Yeah, I get a seven eight hundred dollar electric bill a month or utility bill because yeah. they're 
doubling up on the electricity. My ex would do the thing too, where goddamn doesn't understand how a thermostat works, where it's like sixty eight degrees in the house and she wants it to be seventy two degrees in the house, so, so she, she sets the thermostat 80? to eighty. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like sweating like I'm in a sauna, and I go and the thermostat's on eighty. Yeah, it's not blowing hotter air. It's yeah. just gonna blow for longer. It's not gonna get there faster. That's why everyone when we we're growing up, our fucking parents were like, shut off the light, shut off the light, turn off the lights, turn off the lights. You know, when you leave a room and all the kids are like, oh, who cares? I it my my, fucking, it's, my like a, it's like a penny a second. In, when my I was a kid, utility bill was one seventy nine fifty four. That's amazing. How? how? New what do you say? The dark? New construction, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I remember no. my half of what I remember about my dad. Uh, when I think about him, the first thing that pops into my head, uh, well, except to some like cl- sad, close to death stuff, is my dad following me around my entire life. Well, that he was my dad. Uh, so from like a twelve on, going, do I look like I work by? Uh, do I look like I work for Alabama Power? And I'm like, I, what does that mean? And he's like, are you in the bathroom right now? And I'm like, no. And he's like, the lights on, like you are. And I'm like. Oh. I do that, and I'm like, when I grow up, I am not going to be this asshole. I'm not going to run around nickel and diamond everybody in my family over the fucking electric bill. And now I follow Millie around, and I go, hey, are you in your closet? When was the last time you were in your closet? Were you in your closet today? Because the light's on. Has it been on for 24 hours? You, you need to buy a costume like you work for City of Austin. I should. Energy, and then, and then like, I can hear anytime. myself doing it, and I'm like, oh, dude, I suck. Millie must hate me right now. And then I think, yeah, well, Millie's not paying the electric yeah. bill, so it doesn't matter. The nickel's worth it. Yeah. I have switched out most of the outlets in my house with, like, Alexa-driven ones, you know, that are automated ones. Oh, well, that's where your energy's going. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I've just, using the, the energy non-stop. Power. That's, like, in the last six months I did that. I'm talking going back, like, 15 years <laughs> I never understood. Like, when I lived in an apartment in Austin, people were like, oh, my electricity bill is 120 bucks this month. I was like, how? How? I don't get it. I always thought people were lying to me. But uh, I guarantee that those switches have all paid for themselves because I can turn everything off. Mm-hmm. Like I literally just go turn everything, every fucking thing in my house. That's one of my categories for Alexa. Turn off every single goddamn light. I'm it's- slowly moving all the lights over to smart plugs and it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. By the way, sorry for everyone who's got one of those devices. I keep saying the name of it. And I know what happens. All right. So. Well, we're, 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 Wait. it's time to wrap up. There's a couple of things I wanted to say. What the fuck I'm going to tell you this right now, Gus. The set, like, take this into consideration. The second we shut this podcast down, you're going to spend 15 to 20 minutes f- helping me fix my phone and my watch. That's right. Well, we've got to do a post show. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick, though. Because this is a kind of a current event. And then we can talk about it in the post show if you guys want to. But are you at all upset about Trump serving fast food at the White House? Is uh, that like, are you guys? I think it's 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 a shitty way to host an event. Okay, okay. I am not upset that he served fast food at an event because it's not like Clinton wasn't obsessed with McDonald's. But he you know? did get relentless shit for eating McDonald's. He did get relentless shit. It's more of just like kind of the way he did it also, seemed yeah. weird to me. Also, Bill Clinton like would, he was would like, eat McDonald's when he's out on a jog, not when he's hosting a fucking uh, uh, event at the I, White House. You don't want to like, you don't understand people's motivations and stuff, but if he had done that for like a bunch of visiting CEOs and he thought right. that was funny or clever, if he's like, I had Elon Musk and all these guys over to do a climate summit and I decided I'm paying, so I got everybody pizza or whatever. But something about him bringing in a bunch of young, probably urban football players and just kids in general and then bragging about how he bought them all McDonald's and fast food, it but, felt weird. But I mean, they but are. But no, I don't give a shit. Like, I didn't have to eat it. 
I mean, it's like I mean, people are those really, people probably all eat fast food all day long. People are probably really eat. upset by it. People it, are. It, I'm not nearly as upset as people. It's not are. appropriate for hosting an event I, at the White House. But who gives a shit? I mean, it's like also, it's like it's I'm, I'm more pissed off about the other shit he does. How about that? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's I, like well, people are wasting their time. Fucking to me, it's the equivalent of. Do you remember when Obama caught hell? For wearing a tan suit. For wearing a tan suit. Jesus and Christ. And people fucking lost their minds over the fact it was unpresidential that he wore a tan suit. Or when he to put me, his feet up on the desk. To me, the same fucking category. Yeah. It's or like, when he saluted the Marine wrong. I'll I'll say this. These are 20-year-old athletes. They're tw- there's college athletes. They're 20 or 21 years old. They go to the White House. They they seen a Big Mac. They're probably actually pretty excited about that. We're gonna feed them what escargot and stuff like that. Who gives or a shit? Or feed them a fucking hamburger that gets made there, or take it out of the box and present if it. I Michael, don't know. If Michael Jones went to the Obama White House, he got invited there because who knows why? You know, the he world's would, going he to hell. Nug it up. Yeah, and, and and Obama pulled out a bunch of Taco Bell and fed Michael Jones Taco Bell. Everybody would think that was fucking. They would be like, oh, he's Obama's like, like eight, a man of the people. He's like yeah, eight yeah. years older than these guys. Look, I don't, and none of them complained about it. I think it should be pretty clear where. Uh, the, um, if you watch a lot of Achievement Hunter content, at least where my political leanings are, uh, Xbox, <laughs> but uh, gems of war, yeah. But uh, I do think that we look for reasons to be upset with public figures and politicians, mm-hmm. and we look a little too hard. And if you want to be outraged and upset with Trump, there's a lot there's... of more important shit to be outraged and upset with right. over what he's serving at dinner. Right? Like, was it a little sketchy? Maybe who gives a shit? Was it stupid? Was yeah, it stupid? Probably stupid. Maybe it was stupid. Definitely. But is that what you should be pissed off about right now? Wasting your time complaining about it. Yeah. I think it's actually way more even damaging than that because I have so many people that I follow, they spend all of their time, every waking minute, it seems like, railing on Trump. And we talk a lot about Trump too because we don't, I don't like Trump. I, I don't like him. But if it's just, I, I don't. But I don't feel like I spend every waking minute talking about it. I, I get called out every time I talk about him on mic sure. by somebody. So I, I pretty much know every time I've talked about him. And yeah, it happens fairly frequently because he's the president. But I don't spend every waking minute of my life doing it, which is what some of the people I follow on Twitter do. What they don't realize is that they are allies of Trump. They yeah. are proponents of Trump and they don't realize it because the people that vote for Trump and people like Trump... They don't vote for him for his economic policies. They don't vote for him for foreign affairs. The reason they vote for him is he pisses off the crybaby <sighs> liberal mm-hmm. and snowflakes. Yeah. That's why they like him. And yeah. when you get upset about fucking McDonald's for college athletes, for 20-year-olds, it, who it, gives a shit? It also feeds that narrative Then the Fox News can then go and very accurately report that all they talked about on CNN and MSNBC yesterday was what Trump fed Football players, right, and not the issues, and not the things that matter. And they, 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 they broke in with breaking news to talk about Trump buying Big Macs when they should have been talking about immigration or starting the government up again or whatever that. And it, like, it, to your point, it just strengthens his base. Yeah, it's like you're helping. You're helping because that's what they want to see. And it's not they like Trump; they don't like you. It's that's so the problem in the country. Right. Does Trump is a symptom matter. of that? He is not the problem. And yeah. it's them hating you. That's the fucking problem. Or they just want to piss you off. Exactly. And it's working. Yeah. And you fall right into it. And you play the part so, of like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting upset about it. Unfollow shit. him and uh, complain about the thing. That's the thing I'm always so surprised about when I see people. I would never in a million years follow Trump no, on God Twitter. No. And I see my friends yeah. when they like retweet stuff and they reply. I'm like, why? You, I only know about him because of you. Yeah. Right. Why are you? Yeah. Why, why are you feeding this? Yeah. Like you're. When I see people it's, it's, do that, it's, it's like you're 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 a part of the problem. You're complaining. It's about. It's like the old Triassic horror. Just don't look. Yeah. Just don't look. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred uh, percent. All right. 
Let's wrap this up. Also, Clemson's an ACC school, so let's just <laughs> right. let's keep this grounded in reality. We'll see you guys. They're next lucky time. they got saltines. Bye. Bye bye.